listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. <laughs> All right, this is going to be so good. 95.9 FM, 610, the sports animal. The cream of the crop. And talkabq.com. Turn it up. Turn it up. Boo. 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 They're saying boo-urns. They're, they're saying boo-urns. Boo, you suck! Boo! They're saying boo Goodell. <laughs> Is there a greater tradition in the history of sports than the booing of the commissioner of the sport that you love? So I'm air quotes only... 39 okay you could just call me 40 i'm close enough to 40 i'm 40 i'm 40 i tell most people we meet that you're my dad (laughs) okay so i look way younger than you by the way i'm 40 and i don't ever remember a time where people did not boo the commissioner they just boo him my whole life it's back Was, was there a commissioner in the history of the nfl they're like oh yay we love this guy he makes all the greatest decisions for my favorite sport. I love you, Gary Beckman. I love you all my heart. <laughs> no, it's never happened. It's never happened. Good morning, listener. Good morning, Albuquerque. I am Fred Slow. Alongside me, my number one draft pick, Van Nunley. Good morning, Van. How are you? Well, they had me projected as a third rounder. Who's that? But, but who is that? I, I appreciate your faith. Do we have with, the, with the number one pick? Tell me who is they. <laughs> prognosticators yeah an analysis todd but todd mcshay todd mcshay had me going in the second round but it's right mel kuyper that kuyper had me as a fourth rounder if trey wingo is not tweeting you with expletives in his tweet are you even being drafted are you even being drafted the ones and twos is michael vital he's the best in the business and the best at taking care of business not, what is that? Where where did that come from? Every day. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys? Oh, oh my goodness. What was that one? Good morning. How are you? <laughs> it's Saturday morning. Let's get going. Let's crack the whip. It's sports. <laughs> yeah. Entertainment. Local. Get ready as we're gonna Good night. We're gonna t- we're gonna give you the best day three uh options in the NFL draft this morning and and tell you why your team is gonna uh, bolster its offensive line depth. <laughs> Cool. This is a special teams day. This is the day where they, they draft the fastest guy to run and yes. tackle the kickoff. Correct. Everyone's looking for the next that special teamer in New England that I can't quite remember his name, but I'm going to claim he needs to be in the Hall of Fame one day. What? All right, Vital. List of day three Hall of Famers. <laughs> you can't say Tom Brady. Yeah, don't say Tom Brady because he's not in the Hall of Fame. Go. There's crickets. None. See? Did you see the silence? I'm just wondering when uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to retire or he's going to stay with Green Bay. We'll get to that. Yeah, we will get to that at we're length. Gonna, we're going to get to That's that. He only has – week. I might do two segments on that. Well, if we did three, that would be the number of years left on his contract, Hey-o. less $72 million. She's got two years left, but after this year, there's oh, okay. no guaranteed clause, so no guaranteed money, and that's what he wants. Well – I mean, there's guaranteed money. Everybody from want Viacom. guaranteed money. 
He's had $200 million of guaranteed money already yeah. through his contract. Like, chill out. You're generational wealthy. Unless. Take a pay cut. He gets like, he's a drama queen, you know, and, and he's always been that way. He gets a little prickly around the edges. Maybe somebody took all of his Olivia money. Oh. He, well, he's got a new beau, no new girlfriend. Well, you know, allegedly, he wants to go back to Northern California. See what I did there. Uh-huh. So, before we get into the NFL draft, I got to tell you a story. I, this past week, broadcast a bunch of games, high school games, right? So, I'm working for ProView. Are you familiar? They do, like, sure. all the high school in town. They're actually, We had a TV show on there. We had a TV show on there. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. So, doing some basketball games. So, I do a game Thursday night. Okay, it's a gals game. I don't know. It's over at La Cueva. It's, it's fine. It goes fun. It's fine. But it's just kids. Oh, don't hype it up too much, Fred. El Dorado at La Cueva, <laughs> about as good of a matchup as you'll see between two 5A competitors in that conference matchup. That's better. Thank you. Good game. Real good game. El Dorado kind of put it on him. That's fine. So it's just the girls on the team, and then it's the coaching staff. And that's like it. That's the whole. That's in the building. Oh, just okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's Tum- like tumbleweeds blowing through. The yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and I'm there because I broadcast and somebody keeps the score right. So that's like the whole thing. So, anyways, you just hear like gym shoes squeak. You hear like, like like Gus Gus the mouse is running around. You know, like okay. <laughs> so then last night I go to Valley High. Nice Cinderella reference, by gotcha. the way. Yeah. Yeah. I was up past midnight last night. That's why I went Cinderella. Ah. Oh. So, last night I go to Valley High, and they're take, they're hosting uh, Albuquerque Academy, which is like a I don't know if you've been. They have a campus. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Lo- lovely campus. It's lovely. Yeah. Anyways, because the county goes green, the county went green yesterday. Bernalillo County's green. It's so exciting. Yeah, it's not because we met the bar. We just lowered the bar. Whether yeah, we just yeah. changed just changed the rules. Move the goalpost. Yeah. So, very QAnon here in Bernalillo. So, there were fans in attendance. And I think the capacity was like 600 or something. I don't really know. I bet you there were 300 people there. Easy. Oh, man. How exciting. I tell you what. And, you know, I'm like fully vaxxed and... Fully waxed, baby. And I was ready. <laughs> I was. I was thought I was going to have, like, anxiety. I thought I was going to have, like, all those kind of things. I did not at all. Everyone did so good. All these like hundreds of fans. By the way, senior night, which is a cool thing for these kids. Oh, like they um, put on a show for the elderly. So when and you should know this at a professional level caliber athlete. Um, in high school, they celebrate your senior year. Oh, senior year. Yeah. Oh, not senior years. Uh, no. Uh, okay. Senior night. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't like yeah they didn't give away Centrum Silver to the crowd there was there was an aarp rep there no aarp <laughs> signups yeah okay i don't know i didn't i didn't get to touch base with them before i left so all these fans show up there's no concessions there's no popcorn there's no any of that kind of stuff but all of these fans they're like wearing the mask and they're sitting in their little socially distanced pods from each other and this isn't really even directed this is like a naturally okay uh, all these kids both these schools got to play in front of fans for the first time, well, really in like two years, right? So but, excited. Yeah, if you're a basketball player. It was about as cool as it could get. 
Like I, I mean, I called the game. It was a good game. You can check all that out on Pro V Networks and FHSnetwork.com. But like, shoot, it was good. Do you have a special login to where like? Do I have like Bra- a, a, do I have Brandon Ortega's login? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Is there like a special search where you could only listen to your games? That's called by you. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> DJ Cool joining me now on the program. Yeah. Oh, sorry guys. I don't know. Like if you I don't know how you'd be able to do that. You'd have to keyword me on there. I don't think I don't believe that's a thing. Okay. Yeah. You only want to listen to my games. Is that- I'm I'm a huge supporter yeah. of high school sports. Same. I don't know if I search out backlogs of games, but to hear a game you called, yeah. I might do that. I'm very funny. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. You're good. I made a lot of references. <laughs> okay niche references that no one will understand all night long i did it yeah yeah i basically retold the entire musical that is hamilton throughout the broadcast last through, night through the muse of basketball yes okay it's a weird life that i live it's good it's a good bit but anyway cool thing so uh athletics returned our fans returned to indoor athletics, which it was just, like I said, tremendous. It was it was the most fun. It was the most energy. I did, there's not a whole segment on this by any means, but I just wanted to communicate that, like, if you had any sort of reservation about going out and watching Junior or watching, like, you know, like Grand Junior, like, I'm going to tell you, at least at Valley High, the one example I had, it was done so very well. So insanely well. So that's my takeaway. I was just very impressed. You got to think they've been preparing for it for like a year and a half, right? Like eventually people will be in this building and we're going to know what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. You would think that because there was like, hey, only going this way and only come out this way. You know what was neat was after the game because a lot of these parents, a lot of these PTAers, a lot of these team moms, a lot of these booster clubbers, a lot. You get the example I'm trying to give. Yeah. This is this is where they see each other. You know, this is the muse of their relationships in existence mm-hmm. so after the game big win for valley at home tough loss for the albuquerque academy chargers they stood like in the foyer and they stood in the mall outside mall walking area not cottonwood okay and they stood and they just they talked you know and it was like it was like a different vibe because you don't just like none of them wanted to leave each other you know because it was like this is nice this is a we didn't get to spend this whole senior year together but we got to spend the night so you're, you're describing a super spreader event is what you but I'm telling you it was like it was mass it was mass down or excuse me it was mask up <laughs> which one is it mask up it that right that's what it is yeah so it was masked up it every everyone did really well I can't describe that differently I took a like I took like an afar panoramic you know what I mean like you know when you want to capture something or whatever, right? I'll put it. Out, I'll put everything uh, on the social media. Everything's at Talk ABQ. Make sure you follow us. I'll put it out there. But yeah, I was just. Uh, I don't know. So very impressed by. What's the word I want to use? The levity. Kind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Humankind. Be both. Vital. How long will you wait before you go see a sporting event in person? Until they give them a day off? Uh, a long, <laughs> long time. Yeah, it's going to be a while for you? Yeah, I'm one of those. I don't like people. Oh, gosh. All right. right. Uh, there we, there go. we go. Here it is. Come on now. Vital definitely doesn't like us anymore. No. 
because oh, for the I, first, I love you guys. Well, Come on, I wouldn't be here. Well, you've been you've been real busy, and you didn't notice that we didn't bring you any breakfast or snacks no, today. We didn't today. Oh, didn't you even, know what? I didn't even think of it. Didn't even bring you a soda pop for the first. I think the first time in the history is. of the show, we didn't bring him. No, anything. you guys are great. I, I love you guys. This is this is a treat coming to work. <laughs> well, you didn't get a treat today. No, not today. I hope you're okay. Normally, there's a little yeah. breakfast boy. I will or I will DoorDash you something. I've got a. Keurig K cup over here, so I have a little oh, okay. coffee. He'll survive. I got a muffin. He's got that military training. He's gonna survive the next three hours, no doubt. Sleeps on the floor by choice. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I learned that. I learned that. You don't beds are too comfortable. So, anyways, check it out. High school sports are back and in fan experience is back. Dave and Buster's is back open. Yay. Yeah. So they're I they're everything's just regular. So excited. Yeah, so that's very exciting. Like a week after our we were double vaxxed, everything opened up. How perfect is our timing? Our timing is perfect. Pretty good. Yeah, because I'm double vaxxed. Yeah, baby. Double wax doesn't really work as a punchline there. Yeah. We're both mildly hairy, so. the be- My beard is is strong. Did you get a trim? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Grab a break when we get back. Uh, I'm going to break down the first 90 picks in the NFL draft. One by one. One by one. A segment each. Yes. So uh, get your popcorn. We're about to go at it. I never heard of the first guy take. Uh, Jacksonville took a guy. I've never heard of him, so I'm not sure. Um, we'll figure it out, though. It's going to get rough after that. <laughs> it's going to get rough after that. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. All right, I'm about to do my impression of me in high school talking to a pretty girl, okay? Ready to go. Call me, 505-246-0610. Call the show. I'm going to talk NFL. I know you get excited about that, listener. Hit us up, Albuquerque. We're about to talk NFL draft. We know how much you love it. Also, feel free to take me off the rails here. Because? I just, there was all this hype. There was all this hype on the NFL draft. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. My team's going to do this. I'm so excited. Here's how we turn it around. I can't believe that John Elway and Dan Marino are coming out of this draft. Low-key, it did kind of, it did kind of hit expectation. Though. It was a good one. It was a good one. It was, a, it was an entertaining one. So I, so you and I were talking like, hey, when's the last time three quarterbacks won in the first round? I figured it out. It was 1999. It was that Tim Couch here. Oof. Yeah. Ouch. Couch. I think Mark Bolger came out that year too. Six rounder. Should be in the Hall of Fame. He's a pretty cool last name. Bolger? Yeah. 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 Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. So to everyone's surprise, the draft started off contagious. Contentious. So the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguar. Jaguars. They took Trevor Lawrence, who you know from Remember the Titans. Yes. Okay. So he is gone. Wait, what 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 was that? Trevor Oh, I remember the Titans. <laughs> That's right. I do. Herman Boone was the coach. Coach Herm? So today's varsity. Fictional sports teams. Okay. Sweet. I'm into this one. So today's varsity is your uh I'm just gonna put the word fictional sports team. Okay. 
my brain lit up and I got mine in like three seconds. So, oh, you have all your fictional sports teams? just already okay. ready to go. So that's today's varsity is fictional sports teams. As we made reference to the Titans, which may be based off a true story. It's, it is a true story. I don't know if it is. Okay. I think it's a Disney movie. Disney would never lie to you. All right. <laughs> don't believe that. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. It's like that Saturday Night Live skit where they're making cheeseburgers. <laughs> she's vertigo, she's vertigo, she's vertigo. <laughs> Pepsi, Pepsi, no cook. Today's varsity. Those that were taken too soon. John Belushi. Oh. All right, so I was, Jacksonville I was in on. They take Trevor Lawrence. I loved it. I loved everything about it. We had, we had a million talks about it. So did everyone else in the country. Trevor Lawrence has been the number one pick in the draft for five years. Yes. If you could go straight out of high school, he'd have been the number one pick. If you could leave after your freshman year, he'd be number one pick. Yes. You know how many games he lost in college? This is the biggest duh since Andrew Luck. And Andrew Luck's the biggest duh since John Elway or Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning's the biggest duh since John Elway. Since Philip River, what? I mean, who? So Trevor Lawrence goes number one. Let me break him down for you real quick. Okay. You haven't heard enough about him, okay? Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> you know he's about to marry his high school sweetheart? I'm not the sweetest. Isn't that the sweetest? Oh, my goodness. I love that. I'm sure she's just the sweetest gal. There's no doubt in my mind that she's the sweetest gal. I bet Wyclef Jean would describe her as the sweetest girl. The sweetest girl ever. Okay, you made a Fuji's reference that I I don't know. I know. That's impressive. I got you. Okay. You gotta go Fuji's years. For no, references. no, no. This was post. This was with Fergie. Yeah, I don't I don't know though. I believe it was Shakira. I get them confused. I was listening to good music at the time, I'm sorry. Not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta marry his high school sweetheart. Did you see what the Jacksonville Jaguars fans did? The the Jacksonville Jaguars fans, the JJFs? Yeah, the JJFs. No. They started a registry for wedding gifts for Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville Jaguar fans. What? Hold on. Gave him over 20 or almost $20,000 worth of wedding gifts. So he made a donation to local Jacksonville charities. Of $20,000 to match. Are you messing with me? That's a true story. So hold up. Okay. So PSL owner went out and bought an air fryer at the Target. Sure. And then Beth Bath and Beyond it yeah. over to Trevor Lawrence's house. Correct. And he got almost $20,000 of wedding gifts. That's unreal. Isn't that crazy? That's that's a lot. Like, that's more than what a wedding should cost. Hint, hint, Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Fred, we're getting married next month. It'll be tremendous, I think. Yeah. He gave twenty grand. To, so the fans gave him twenty grand, and he gave twenty grand away. Yeah, he got almost twenty grand worth of wedding gifts. Zach Wilson's not so, doing that. So he made a twenty grand donation to Jacksonville charities. He'll make that in one game. <laughs> He'll make that in a quarter. Yeah. In, a, in one a one series one play. Yeah. That's so funny. Marrying his high school sweetheart. You know, and I've listened to all these like interviews with him. I don't know if you guys are into that kind of stuff. Sure. But like he'll do like interviews and he'll be like, 
yeah, you know, I just really want to hit my maximum potential in life. You know, I'm excited to get out there and do the right thing. I think I got a skill set that'll apply. How fortunate I am to be in this situation to to follow my passion and my dream. I love that stuff. I hate, oh, I got a chip on my shoulder. No one think I can do it. I'm, I work harder than anyone. I, I came up in the, the I'm blue collar. I hate that stuff. Maybe that, if, he, if he had a chip on his shoulder, they probably would have noticed that at the combine. Yeah, probably would have tested it. Draft yeah. stock would have plummeted. That's not good for your throwing motion. It's a rotator thing, yeah. I say. Yeah, sure, it's bad. That, that fabricated like cliche sports talk yeah it's you know it's you know it's always been me versus the world here and and i'm gonna you know because there, no one thinks i'm any good you know although i've been the starting quarterback at every level i've ever played at and i got a division one scholarship and i haven't necessarily had any anguish in my life outside of you know chasing 14 with two minutes left and you know four down linemen just pinning their ears back like what what are you talking about, Trey Lance? You played against Jay Veers in college. You played against second stringers. Your, your life has not been hard. Zach Wilson's dad or uncle or whatever owns like Blue Jet or something. He just starts all these airlines all the time. Okay. Launders money to offshore accounts. In my brain, my brain was like doing gymnastics. What's a Blue Jet? <laughs> I think that's an airline. You're referring to JetBlue. Yeah. Okay, good. I was thinking, I was I'm actually, with you. you know what I'm I did you. was I combined Steven Dorff's e-cigarette and an airplane line. Steven Dorff? Yeah. He's blue? The BLU vape thing? Yeah, he that's does the Steven, That's Steven Dorff? Yeah. Huh. He's like, I quit smoking after Blade. Good for him. He's in that one movie. That's the only movie I know he's been I saw, in. I saw Steven Dorff at Sister Bar downtown. Because he's shooting a show here, for why? He seemed very nice, very nice guy. Was he? Was he? Was he smoking like a chimney though? I don't remember. So, and if he wasn't, he had an entourage. Okay. Of really short people. I'm gonna tell you right now, people have. I think I think he had an entourage of short people to make him look taller. He doesn't seem like he's a large human being. He's not. If you're in the Steven Dorff camp and you want to reach out to the program, five zero five two four six zero six ten. Let me. I'm gonna Google Steven Dorff. Yeah. His height. I don't. I haven't and, referenced him in ten years. I completely forgot until you said his name out loud. Yeah, I but forgot, he, I forgot that I saw him until you said that. That was that. That was his thing. He made smoking cool, and then he made e-cigarettes cool. Okay, he's listed at five eight on Google. That might be correct. <laughs> okay, so that's probably five six. Now, he's not like a draft prospect where they add two inches. Or me talking about. Never mind. You're five eleven, son. That's average. <laughs> what? Well, first off, how dare you? <laughs> Two inches above average, north and south. Big feet? Yeah. <laughs> if you carry, if you if you enter a place with an entourage, I'm thinking less of you. Out the gate. Right. Like, we roll deep with the boys. Yeah, often. But we stand shoulder to shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like, one of us doesn't walk in front. No. And then the others walk behind. No. That's, that's weird. That's weird. That's very weird. We are very much Tombstone, the four of us walking down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reservoir Doggian, if you will. Uh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Having an entourage is is very soft. That is something Zach Wilson will do. Ooh, fire. Yeah. Having he's, the, in, he's in New York. 
Zach Wilson thinks the TV show Entourage is good. <laughs> and it's not. It's not. Never no. was. It's written by the softest dudes have ever tried to not be soft about what they think cool is. There's nothing cool about Entourage. If you're a big Entourage fan, it's because you're not cool. All right. We just lost four listeners. Yeah. <laughs> if I were to be like, hey, guys, let's insert ourselves into any TV show ever. Which one would you pick? Someone currently listening is like, oh, I'd love to be on Entourage. Entourage, bro. It's the lamest show in the history of shows. Entourages. Zach Wilson goes to New York. I think he'll do good. Uh, he'd be very well served to reach out to guys that have done it before. Because going to Jacksonville, you got no pressure. Going to Jacksonville, you can go to the beach. Mm-hmm. You can hang out. No one's going to mess with you. Yeah. You the quarterback in the New York freaking Jets? Welcome to the big time, buddy. Yeah. You know what you got now? Broadway tickets every single night. You know what you got now? Supermodels. Well, to be fair. 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 The Jets bar is so low, they're practically the Jaguars. Mm-mm. But it's New York. Uh-uh. Yes, yes, it's New York. That's different. But they've been so bad for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, if they break eight wins, it's going to be like, this kid's a savior. Cool. The New York Yankees are going to call him and ask him to throw out a first pitch this week. Anyone calling Trevor Lawrence to throw out a first pitch this week? Do they play baseball in Florida? I'm not sure. Not in Jacksonville. <laughs> it's everything off the field. That's you got to call like Mark Too Sexy Sanchez and say, "How do I survive?" You got to call Chad Pennington and say, "How do I how do I get away from the distraction? How do I beat freaking Tom Brady?" Who's not there anymore, obviously. It's Matt or Mac Jones. New York Jets quarterback to me, and obviously it's because of. Oh, Willie Joe? Yeah. Okay. It's the sexiest thing in all of sports. I'm excited for the Jets to be better. Same. And I, I hope Zach Wilson and his college tape looks great. His workout sure. looked great. Yeah. He wasn't playing against like the SEC or the Big Ten or anything. Got that but Tom Brady body. He was a stud. Got that Tom Brady body. Soft. Twenty <laughs> year old, twenty year old stepdad. Football's better when the Jets are competitive. I agree. Yeah, I'm rooting for you, boys. Because their fan base sucks. Do they? Oh yeah. 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 Do I know a Jets fan? I know a couple Jets fans. Yeah. Lovely people. Are they? You ever seen him watch a Jets game? <laughs> no, actually, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why they're so lovely, because I don't know their true nature. And right now, the Jets, what do they got? Robbie Anderson? What else they got? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if I he's mean, still a, there. That's a Vital question. Vital, the Jets got anyone? They don't have anyone. Wayne Corbett, I think, retired this year. <laughs> he's been playing since the late 80s. <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson up there? Throw me the damn ball. Oh, okay. A very good off-season acquisition. I forgot about Morris this. Siasen. They signed Corey <laughs> Davis. Corey From Davis. the Titans. Corey Davis is strong. He's strong. Yeah, Corey Davis is good. He's very big. He'll get up there. He'll jump up and get him. Yeah. So I like it, except you got to convince a kid who, I don't know how old Zach Wilson is, 20, 21, 22, I have no idea. You got to convince him. To only play football in the most exciting place on earth. 
Oh, God, I don't know how you're going to do that. Provo. <laughs> Buy towels here, everyone. That's some really good first-round analysis. We made it all the way to the second pick. It's pretty good. All right, for, all right so we're getting them from the texture already. We're getting them from the text. We've got to go to break. This is actually a very good text. All right. I'm going to tease it right now. When we get back, from the text or I will share. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program from the texter. Friend of the program, friend in real life, star TV and radio, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega. He has sent in some varsity recommendations already. Okay, they're not bad. You want to get to them now or later? I'm gonna give you a. I'm gonna give you one. Okay. okay. He believes that the Milwaukee beers from the movie Basketball should be on the list. Strong, strong. I don't know if it's gonna make the varsity. No, it won't. It's an honorable mention, at least. Yeah. Um. Also from his list, and I like this one because this is a move I would do. From the Mighty Ducks, instead of picking the Mighty Ducks, obvious he picked the Hawks. Sure, which is the that's the antagonist team, the bad guys. Yes, it's the team that Adam Banks played for before they redrew the district lines, sent him over to the Mighty Ducks. Sweet old fish out of water story, tale as old as time. That's the team that Gordon Bombay played for before he missed the shot. Yeah. Lost the championship. Um, 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 um. <laughs> yes, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Can you imagine being eight years old and missing the shot and losing the championship and then 30 years later getting a DUI as you drive home from a late night out at your law office job and getting community service and having to coach a team? Of just a motley crew. A ragtag bunch, if you will. Derelicts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bunch of nobodies. They have one kid who could play. Charlie Conway. That Charlie Conway. Pretty, a kid's got promise. Pretty decent. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I think I can name the whole roster. I'm that age. And inline skates, I don't... I'm about to throw out a fake number. Inline skates came out in the late 80s. Heyday in the early 90s. 77, 78. Okay, I'll buy that. If Vital says that, I'm going to buy that. What? <laughs> Vital says inlines came out 77, 78. Power came out in 77, 78 because I was a kid and I had them. Love that. Wow. Because it was ahead of the curve. Be able to train hockey. That Vital's a trend set. Oh, he know. Yeah. Did you quad or inline? Inline. Did you? Yeah. That was a quad. Now I quad. Duh. I mean, little disco music going around in circles. That's a great afternoon. You ever been to roller derby? Give me all that you got. Yeah, I've seen roller I derby. I love roller derby. Uh, I dated a roller derby girl once. Yeah. And watch out. Yeah. Oh, my. Blocker or gunner? They throw elbows. Oh, blocker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you're... She's, she's a spicy lady. I know you're rich dating history well. Uh-huh. And... You've been there for a lot. Weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's some people that just keep their head straight forward and drive right past that car wreck 
Okay, but you rubberneck. Yeah, I was referring to you. Oh. <laughs> watching my dating history. I'm excited for the day that you settle down. You know? But then also whenever you meet a nice gal. It could be on the horizon. Who knows? Could be, who knows? Hey, who knows? I just want you to be happy. But not as happy as San Francisco fan base is. When they did not pick Mac Jones. I think it made the right move. You, you've been saying this the whole time. I have. You literally predicted this order except for Zach Wilson, which I predicted. Yes, correct. Because you were wrong on that. Yes. I think Justin Fields has the highest ceiling of any quarterback in this draft. We'll get back to that. Anyways, Trey, Trey, Lance, Trey Lance, San Francisco is the perfect landing spot for Trey Lance. Because it's super soft and he's super soft? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> You got a established winning quarterback mm-hmm. who can show him the ropes. Who very Smithian and Mahomesian? You're talking of Jimmy, the Niners. You're talking Jimmy. Jimmy G. Okay, he, kid's a winner. Say what you will about Jimmy G. The one season that he played in San Francisco, he's, he's 24 and six when he starts football games. Is that real? Yeah. Wow. He's a winner. Kid's a winner. So Trey Lance could be an understudy for a year, maybe two. No. Learn the ropes. Come in. And be successful. I think it's the perfect landing spot for him. They did so good. We're going to do a segment. And by the way, Trey Lance, what's going on with your forehead? Have you seen the little, the yeah. little he pushes mm-hmm. like the, the little curlies down? I don't like that. I don't understand that. It's like if a Brillo Is this a new, a new fashion trend? It's like, a, it's like a reject, like Tolkien. And it's character. different than all of the rest of his yeah. hair. It's like if a satyr and a human had a baby, but only the head was affected. If I'm a draft guy, I mean, that would have been a a real red flag for me is the front of his hair. Yeah, if you're like, hey, what are you going to do with those ramen noodles up there? Yeah, what what is this about? Come kid? on, guy. That would have been like, we did tough interview questions yeah. or weird uh, interview questions yeah. for draftees. That would have been my number one mm-hmm. is what is going on with the front of your face? Trey, um, considering that we draft you third overall here in San Francisco, the first thing we want to do is put you on, and you may have heard of it before, a program called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. <laughs> yes. Because we got to fix this. Yeah, what is going on? Yeah, Netflix um, original series. Well, he's going to get that NFL money now, and he will be able to afford a stylist. Are you just talking about because he's the quarterback? It's a the, bad look. He's the millionaire quarterback for the billionaire franchise that is the San Francisco 49ers? Yes, that. He grew up in Fargo. Do you know why people know what Fargo is? Because of the murders? Because of the murders. <laughs> oh, that must be your friend in the wood chipper. It's a Steve Buscemi reference. No, it was not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was a friend, Fran McDermott reference, you dummy. Was Steve Buscemi in Fargo? Yes, he was. See? He's See? The, he's the one that put the guy in the wood chipper. That's literally the uh, reference I was making. Well, close enough. Fargo in real life is just very cold. So you think Trey Lance is going to pull like Anthony Davis? Small hands? <laughs> like everyone wanted him to trim his eyebrows, but he's like, no, I'm leaving my eyebrows just the way they are. You can't tell me what to do. I'm going to live my life. And then make it and now. And now he trademarked it. It's and it's trademarked. like, it's huge. What's, what's the forehead version of that? Well, okay. So, like, you would have to do a play on that verbiage, right? So, instead yeah. of forehead, it's like. It's okay. 
Anthony Davis is the brow. Yeah. Trey Lance can be like the Merkin. Oh, I wish he hadn't called it the Merkin. The Merkin strip. Yeah. That's <laughs> Urbandictionary.com. Look up Merkin if you don't know what that is. He go he buys like like a vacant building on the Embarcadero there in San Francisco. <laughs> o- opens up a Merkin teal. That's very good. Yeah. That's very, very yeah. good. People come to town, they visit. You know where they come from? Ergu. Sell hammers with unnecessary hair on it for whatever reason. If you were to, this is a real one, listener. If I was to say, "Where's Fergu at?" You would say Minnesota, because you don't know. People don't know. Well, Fred, give our audience some credit. I think we have a very mature, intelligent audience out there. I think everyone knows that it's in Wisconsin. <laughs> Duh. Fargo, Wisconsin. Yeah. Everyone, everybody knows that. Are you talking about Fergus and Tanner? I really like it. <laughs> I go over to Glacier National Monument. There, I got a, uh, I got a National Parks pass. I got it because it was. They just give it to you because it costs a lot to live here. Because uh, we can't keep. Well, we don't need refrigerators. Zero degrees. The, he's from Fargo. You know what he is? He's Trevor Lawrence without the talent. Oh, ouch. He's very. He's going to be very good. Is he? I think there's going to be five. I mean, I think there's going to be four very good NFL quarterbacks mm-hmm. and one competent NFL quarterback. So- <laughs> Mac Jones will be just fine. He'll be just fine. He'll be the best one of all of them. We'll get to that when we get to that. Okay. Fourth pick, Kyle Pitts, best player in the draft. Congratulations, Atlanta Falcons. You have a Hall of Fame wide receiver tight end hybrid. Every- everyone moving forward wants to be Kyle Pitts. He's a standard bear. He's a standard. And it's almost like he's so good, there's not much to say. Yeah, he's like, yeah, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. You did it. Congratulations. Ha- awesome. Have an awesome decade, Falcons. Yeah. You're going to do great. What are you going to do? You're going to line him up at the end of the line there? Okay. Well, I don't think he's going to block. Oh, my gosh, he can block? <laughs> are you going to put him in motion here? Okay, I don't hate that. What, over the middle to the sideline? Send him to the pylon? Screen? Kyle Pitts. He's got a he's got a million dollar smile too. When we get back, more It'll Kyle Pitts light up a room. Kyle Pitts and how Van wants to spread him out. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV, ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. So during the break, what we do, listener, is we talk zero sports to get it out of our system. So we can come back and tiptoe around the idea of sports. Kyle Pitts goes number four to the Atlanta Falcons. You know what he can do on the field, so I'm going to tell you very little about it. Here's what he's going to do off the field. Sell a million jerseys and jerseys. Yes. The Atlanta Falcons released uh, yesterday Van Allen and uh, an Instagram post. Oh. Okay. And it says that Kyle Pitts... We'll be wearing number eight. I love it. I love it. You know who else wore number eight? Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> Is that a forebearer? The son of the intimidator. The enforcer. Kyle Pitts is wearing number eight. To Tom Brady's disdain. Yes. Tom Brady probably did it. Specifically to troll Tom Brady. Why not? I'm going to pick a quarterback number 
because expletive you, Grandpa. Tom Brady just waving his fist on the porch, Grand Torino style, don't want the kids to have fun. So I believe if he was doing that, he would have picked number 12 if it was a like a full-on attack against well, Tom I mean, Brady. I mean, eight's, yeah. eight's a quarterback. This up. is a Matt Schaub dig. <laughs> It's very cost efficient for yeah. lower socioeconomic yeah. Atlanta Falcons fans who already had a Matt Schaub jersey. Yeah, you just you get some athletic tape, put it over the name, write Pitts. Sweet, we're in. Which I know this is a thing the fan does. A hundred percent. Because I've been a fan of things for a long time. I've seen it. I, yeah. I'm into this Kyle Pitts thing though. He's going to be tremendous. If I gave you more words about it, it's just stuff you've already heard. Jamar Chase going to the Bengals. You love it for the same reason I love it. Correct. We go oppo so often. Yeah, not we've on been this. A, we've been on the same page today. Yeah. That's so funny. I like giving LSU quarterback Joe Burrow, who now lives in Cincinnati, LSU wide receiver Jamar Chase, who now plays in Cincinnati. Who is insanely talented. Insanely talented. It's a good pick no matter what. I think with his, you know, shredded knee, they would have got him an offensive line. That was my pick in our prognostication last week. But I love this pick. If you go to you get J- to pair him with his college teammate who so is cool. insanely talented, so cool. And it started a trend of this happening all up and down the draft board. By the way, LSU is an NFL team, not a college team. Oh, okay, yeah, there we go. Like a four A. Yeah, who's the coach down there? Les Miles. Not anymore. Ed or Duran. Oh, okay. He talks good. I love that guy. <laughs> so, and I like when teams go to their like quarterback and it's like, "What do you want to do here?" Because you know they went to him and they were like, "Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, you pick." He's like, "Duh, duh, give me my boy." Yeah, duh, all the duh. Yeah, all we do is win, 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 no matter what. But he'll never throw it to him because of him getting sacked repeatedly because they don't have an offensive line. You don't protect your assets. You just put shiny toys around him. And then with the very next pick, the Miami Dolphins select Jalen Waddle from Alabama to pair with Tua Tagovailoa. I think I said that right. Also of Alabama. That's sweet. That's I like that. Getting the band back together. Yeah. You know, because that's your favorite part of like Babe Ruth baseball or whatever youth league soccer yeah. football. Yaffle. What'd you call me? Grow up playing with your boys. Can you imagine playing with your boys like at the pro level? That'd be sweet. I always thought it was a real tragedy that like Tiki and Rondé Barber were never on the same team. Loyal listener, I'm sure you are informed. And know more about sp- sports than us. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. And get quite frustrated when you hear us talking about such. Well, you might have noticed a trend throughout the whole first round. Pick 10, Devonta Smith, also from Alabama, gets paired with Jalen Hurts, also from Alabama. Trevor Lawrence. Sweet. Trevor Lawrence got his running back. The Jaguars got two teammates from Clemson. Yeah. First pick, 25th pick, Travis Etienne. 
wildly talented. It's fun. It's really cool. Yeah. You think they're going to wear like their college jerseys underneath their pro jerseys? Like Michael Jordan in Space Jam? Yeah. <laughs> and how – say you're any wide receiver in Cincinnati. I don't know who they got right now. Is They got Chad Johnson still? <laughs> Boyd. Yeah. Travis Boyd's their stud. Is Muhammad Sanu down there? He's somewhere. Oh, he's not with Cincinnati. Oh, not with Cincinnati. But he's somewhere. Okay. He got a gig. I think he uh, moved on. Is that guy that Falcons? did the front flip and in the end zone still there? Simpson? Jerome Simpson? <laughs> That's an excellent question. That one I do not know. That is a deep dive. I got you. A deep dive. I think it was a flip, not a dive. How do you go to Joe Burrow and say, throw me the ball? He's like, no. My best friend is here. A best friend? Yeah, I'm going to throw him the ball. We just become best friends. He's shaking. I'm bake. <laughs> it's two different Will Ferrell movies. <laughs> uh, same characters. Same characters. Uh, yeah. You say Will Ferrell movie. I say the other guy. The other guy. Say his name. Well, in the other guys, it's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> so a multi-layer joke there. Yeah, very good. Like a Shrek's onion there. <laughs> The first pass I throw, if I'm Joe Burrow. As far as you can. Yeah, that's, yes. To your buddy. No matter what the coach calls, yeah. I say, watch this. Yeah. Hey, yeah. just run. Speaking of fictional teams, the oop-de-oop. Just send them out there. Uh, I'm going to skip this pick for the Lions because I don't care. I'm going to skip this. No, I'm not. So the Panthers take... J.C. Horn. I got this one exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. I nailed this one. Went to South Carolina. It's going to work. You're going to sell seats. I'm into it, I guess. He's good. He's super talented. Second generation pro. Smart pick. Uh, We already skipped that lineman one for the Lions. Don't care about that. All right, here we go. So the Broncos at nine. This is where it got weird, right? Because you think the Broncos. I thought the Broncos were going after fields. I thought the Broncos were going to trade up. For fields. But he had fallen to them. Yeah. Just landed right in their lap. He should go right here. Yeah. They said no. No. Give me the best player available. Patrick Sertain the second. I'm in. Smart pick. Smart move. They have a good secondary already, a little aging, so I think this little bit of like influx some youth. But like oh, I think. I think. They were going to take Justin Fields until all the Aaron Rodgers drama started. And they're like, oh, we don't need a quarterback. We're getting the GOAT. Just wait till next week. We're going to give up all of our draft capital, our two best defensive players, Mm -hmm. and we're going to have number 12 in Denver. You don't think it has anything to do with, like, the talented quarterback in San Diego and Kansas City and the amount of wide receivers that they distribute the ball to. You think it has anything to do with that? Nah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you're right. It's that. Aaron Rodgers. Good first hour. We're going to continue through the first round. Uh, we won't go past that because no one else watches it, so why would we? That's We've already exhausted all of our knowledge by pick 10. I'm about to skip a bunch of them. I have no idea who Alex Leatherwood is. 
Be back after the break. Name Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. It's a sports Saturday. It's also May 1st. Is that spring cleaning officially May 1st? Uh, it's the first day of spring. Yeah. So it's the first day you can officially s- spring clean. If you're in the car right now and you're listening to the program and you're going to all the yard sales. Oh, nice. Call us and tell us the weirdest thing you found. I'm on board. I'm on board with that. Good idea. We went to the Goodwill yesterday, Vital, and I almost bought... Yeah, I, I, what's a fair assumption of how big this thing was? Three foot by five foot Justin Bieber poster <laughs> framed... Playing an acoustic guitar. I almost bought it. You did. But you said it we wouldn't. We should have bought it and hung it in here. You said it wouldn't fit in your Prius. <laughs> yeah, it's too big. It's too big. I'll base it a three by five. It was a large poster of Justin Bieber. It was, if it was three by, it was, I don't know. It was big. What are normal posters? Are two foot by three foot, right? That's like a normal poster. Maybe. Is that right? I think it was yeah. bigger than that. It was huge. It was huge. If it's at the Goodwill on Alameda. Go get it, listener. Which is the nicest Goodwill I've ever been to. It's like a chic one. It was a like a boutique. Yeah, it was a yeah, it was boutique. chic. They don't they don't have racks. They had those special little, like small collapsed racks. Not like a. Not, <laughs> I don't. I've never been in retail, so I don't know the words like for a, these things. Like, but you like know, a, like the clothing racks are long and straight and boring. And they had cute little circular ones with like mirrors on it and shelves to put stuff on it was adorable i believe the listener knows what a, a store looks like yes it was adorable you're, you're painting a very vivid picture it was here. the nicest goodwill i've ever been in it was very nice and i'm a very thrifty dude i've been in all of them we had to kill an hour yesterday vital we were like let's go to the goodwill <laughs> we spend a lot of time together outside the show it's weird it's creepy michael it's weird i use the phrase we often mm-hmm. that's weird yeah I want to break down three more of them before we move on to Aaron Rodgers, which I'm going to allow, I don't know, at least 45 minutes for your frustration. Yeah. It's going to be rough. I'm going to let it all out. All right. Justin Fields goes to the Bears. Steal. Steal of the draft. Okay. Genius. Yeah. Absolute genius. The Bears hit a home run. Congratulations, Bears fan. You just got right-handed Mike Vick Mm -hmm. without all the dog fighting yet. Uh, because we have Cowboys listeners, for some reason they gave away Devonta Smith uh, in the division. All right, so then Fields goes, and Fields can play. Fields so can play good. at Ohio State. He's he already play now. He plays at Soldier Field. <laughs> Justin Soldier Field. Yeah, yeah, I'm with okay. you. Okay, I got it. I got it. I'm in on this. This is this is the quarterback move that uh, Chicago wasn't able to pull off four years ago with Mitch Trubisky. This is the quarterback that they haven't had in the history yeah. of their franchise. Jim McMahon with the cool sunglasses and the, the sweatband. Yeah, I'm into it. I like it. I'm into it. That's great. You weren't a good quarterback. No. You haven't had one. Jim Miller was not the guy that was going to do it. We just run a laundry list. Who's the last of, great poor, uh, pro quarterback who came out of Ohio State? Cordell Stewart. That's Colorado. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ohio State, great quarterbacks. How about, how about Kurt, Justin Fields? Yeah, how about Kurt Herbstreet? <laughs> I got him. Not too many of them. That was a dig right there. How many tattoos 
did Justin Fields get while he was at Ohio State? I need to know. That's an excellent question. I'm not sure. It's the over-under. Well, traditionally, they trade them regularly. That's the thing. I, and all of my unlimited expertise, okay, had Justin Fields going second. I thought all the Zach Wilson talk was smoke and mirrors, and the Jets were going to take Justin Fields. That was what the 49ers pulled off. Smoke yeah. and mirrors. Well, say it wasn't smoke and mirrors because I called it. Smoke and mirrors is what this Aaron Rodgers conversation is going to end up being. Yep. Number 15, the New England Patriots. Um, you called Fields the steal of all steals. This is it. You think Jones is that guy? I think Mac Jones is that guy. Mac Jones is very Brady-esque. He's that guy. We talked about it ad nauseum. Yeah. He could stand in the pocket, hit every short pass you want. He's Tom Brady. New England is on the East Coast, but they're going to run a version of the Best Coast, which is the West Coast, because mm-hmm. that's what Mac Jones is going to do. By the way, got some tight ends around him. And poor Cam Newton. No. He was just beat up last year with no one to throw to. They finally got him some weapons, and then they <laughs> draft his heir apparent. I love it. Same thing happened to the Red Rocket here in Chicago. Yeah. Justin Fields might not ever see the field. Do you because, think? Because Andy Dalton's going 16-0 and this year, <laughs> going to the bowl. Loser Andy Dalton couldn't get the terrible Dallas Cowboys to 8-8 eight and eight in the worst division in the history of pro football. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. By the way, I think he had COVID. I don't think I'm being super fair right now. I think he had COVID. Left. No, he's just pale. <laughs> <laughs> just his ethnicity. I, I, I root for any ginger quarterback, you know, obviously – Look at me, I'm I'm orange and pink. I'm not a white guy, I'm an orange and pink guy. You make Casper look dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so gross. I use triple digit sunscreen. Yes. Yeah, it's very important. You actually, and it's not for a religious reason, you wear a burqa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're like, safety. Yeah. Do you ever see the best Indiana Jones movie? Which one? Raiders. You're going to say the, the Shia LaBeouf one. That's <laughs> that's something that you would do. Last Is it day. Shia or Shia? Well, we've had this talk. He has two names, and it's one name, and it's Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. You Shia LaBeouf. It's might as well just be one long syllable. Did you see the movie he did with the kid who became a wrestler? That's amazing. It's so good. It's the best movie of, what, 2019? Oh, Peanut Butter Falcon? It's very good. If you haven't seen it, I tell you, you need to watch this. Loyal listener, listen to your boys. It- Peanut Butter Falcon yeah, is phenomenal. It is artsy. Is that the name of the movie? Yes. yes. Okay. It, and the name of the wrestler. The Yes. Spoiler. So, here's the spoiler, Vital. I, how would you... It's very a Mice and Men, actually. It's like it's very much like a coming-of-age story about like individuals with like different capabilities in life. And one of them wastes all their talents and opportunity on poor decisions and being a terrible person. And the other one doesn't necessarily have like the mental and physical physical capabilities, but still becomes the best person possible. There's just a, it's such a good balance and dichotomy. It's a brilliant movie. Absolutely. Couldn't agree anymore. Watch it. I was so pleasantly surprised. Yes. And I'm pretty sure I haven't liked anything that Shia LaBeouf's been in until that movie. Okay. So transformers hits. I'm not a transformers guy. You don't like <laughs> over and over again, the whole time. Your analysis of the Irishman is just Megatron. is just 
forks and knives on plate scratching. Ate the Irishman. For three hours. Yeah, my analysis of Transformers is just <laughs> for three hours. Like, oh my God. The Irishman is just like flatware and silverware clinking against each other for three hours. <laughs> the new Mortal Kombat is just slow motion CGI ice forming. I haven't watched it. That's all it is. I'm not probably not the gonna, entire thing. I'm just, not going to watch it. It's just frost going over windows the whole time. <laughs> not it's, a fan. It's like if you lived in Fargo. Nice callback. Got you. Uh, the last the last little highlight I want to give, I'm going to blaze through everyone that's uh, drafting linemen and, and Caleb Farley because I don't care. A uh, friend of the show, friend in real life, Super Cowboys fan Chad on the text line mm-hmm. says A++++. plus 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 For, for the, his linebacker? For a Cowboys draft. For his linebacker? I think Micah Parsons could have went in the middle of the lottery. Could have been six, seven, eight. Okay. You never know. I think he's a very 10, talented you want guy. An impact player. Uh, they, 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 they swear by Jerry and Stephen Jones that he's he's an impact player. We'll see. Yeah, it's not a sexy pick. It's a smart pick. It's terrible. It's the worst pick in the his, in this they, entire draft. They needed corner and safety help. Yeah, they got another linebacker for why? Cool. Micah Parsons. Do you know who that is? That's the guy that that loses when running for lieutenant governor of your state. Like that's not that's not a guy I want to put a first round draft pick in. Isn't Micah Parsons the the UFC guy who's on the show after us? No, no, uh, that is very incorrect. It's Micah Frankel. <laughs> I don't believe there's an H on that. I'm, and I'm kidding. Linebackers don't matter. Well, okay, here we go. They're the one that tackles the other team the most. No. It's very important to tackle people. Yeah, you know how hard it is to tackle someone? Not. You just stand there. Oh, here we go. They just run into you. <laughs> I'll tell you, the trenches to me are stupid, right? Like, I linemen, whatever. You're, so you're referring to the most important position in all of sports? Yes. Don't need them. The NFL linemen? You know where I can get 300-pound linemen? The General Mills warehouse. I'll just go down there and find some guys. Let's say y'all busy. The boutique Goodwill. Linebackers. Linebackers. Hey, fan base, we're going to fire you up. Uh, we're bringing in Micah Parsons. And people say, let me Google that real quick. Not Chad. Chad knows. Chad does know. All right, can you hit the listener real quick before we got to go to break with the Najee Harris story? Because I can't say it or I will start crying. Okay, so this is this is pretty brilliant. So the Pittsburgh Steelers took Najee Harris 24th overall. Uh, Najee Harris is uh, – he's like a miniature Jerome Bettis. Will be, is there a more Steelers running back than Najee Harris? It's a perfect fit. I don't know if you remember the Immaculate Reception. That was Franco Harris. Ooh. There you go. Keep it in the fam. So Najee Harris, uh, as a youth, lived in a homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. Najee Harris on draft night – Hosted his viewing party from that homeless shelter. I'm gonna cry. I have goose. I have. I have a sunburn and I have goosebumps. Know where you're from. It's amazing. That's humility. It was. Oh yeah. He could have had it at Applebee's, like like we would have, like Jamarcus Russell. (laughs) But no, has it at a homeless shelter. And it's about to be the nicest homeless shelter in the world. Oh yeah, it's about to. Get, it's going to get all the love given to it that it's given to so many people for so long. You're talking about a character guy 
somebody who really knows their place, knows mm-hmm. where they came from, you're getting a quality human being if they're going to do something like that on their draft day. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Um, I got no other highlights, really. I guess Kyle Trask going to Tampa Bay in the second round is a little bit of a one. Um, he's an exciting quarterback. I like Nick Bolton going to Kansas City. He was the linebacker out of Missouri. I like when guys that play in the state go to the state's team. Um, otherwise, I like the Rousseau pick at okay. 30 for the Bills. I think Rousseau's like a freak. Yeah. He's a freak athlete. He's a really aggressive player. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I fall off dramatically after this. Um, Amari Rogers went to your Packers. I think he can really play. So that was a third round guy. He, he played at Clemson. I thought he was talent. Um, yeah, third round? Yeah. That's going to keep Rodgers in town. Third round ride receiver. Good job, front office. I know we got to go to break, but did you? we're about to talk Aaron Rodgers for like 45 minutes. Yeah. And did you know, since 2012, the number of first round draft picks on the offensive side of the ball for the Green Bay Packers? Do you know? Actually, I do know this, Fred. Do you? The answer is one. And when we get back, we'll tell you who that is. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. The one. The one. First round draft pick that the Green Bay Packers have used since 2012. On the offensive side of the ball. To help Aaron Rodgers. To give him that last push, that help that he needed. In the last nine years. Nine years. The one first-round draft pick on the offensive side of the ball. Jordan Love. His heir apparent. Jordan Love. Unreal. Isn't that crazy? We have the same Packer fan. Me and Vital have the same conversation every year. I mean, they got it. They're going to reach up there. They're going to move up in the draft, get a real difference maker, get a playmaker for him. He's got to have somebody else there to compliment Adams. No. Safety, cornerback, linebacker, and Jordan Love. And they had no business getting the quarterback last year. Well, Jordan they Love's pretty they, good. They could have waited <laughs> another year. I like, agree. Or two. If they'd have waited until this year. Wouldn't have hated that. But uh, the uh, GM for the Packers, Gutekunst, he totally owns on this one because if you can't keep your superstars happy, you don't qualify to be a good GM. And he pretty much admitted that earlier this week. He said, well, there could have been better communication before last year's first-round pick. Really? Aaron Rodgers is a freaking hypocrite. He's a crybaby. <laughs> he's, he's a drama queen. Super soft. Everything about him is 10-play. Well, I can't believe they drafted a quarterback that I have to grim for the future. You know what really he just said? Deja vu. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I think there's a huge difference in between Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. As a Packers fan, man, I hope Jordan loves the truth. I hope he's the third Hall of Fame quarterback in a row for the Packers reasonable me says nah he's not he's not here why you dumb okay because you just said it over the course of the last 30 years of 30 years from the time brett Favre came over from the falcons to the time jordan love retires 
You'll have had three quarterbacks yeah. over the course of 30 years. It's bonkers. Because the front office for the Green Bay Packers is better than anyone in the game. They know exactly what they're doing. They do it better than everyone. They win ships. You know who won a ship? Favre. You know who won a ship? Rodgers. You know who's going to win a ship? Love. Don't get that crazy. <laughs> well, that's good news to us, Vitale. Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, I love so, it. So let me let me let me break this down, Freddie. I hope you're right. I know I'm right. What you're saying is that both Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers are absolute bums, and the only reason they had any success whatsoever is the superior front office talent of the Green Bay Packers organization propelling these middling quarterbacks into superstardom. Do I believe that Doug Peterson and Coy Detmer could have won championships in Green Bay? Yes. Yes, I do. Aaron Rodgers loves attention so... Do you remember that that nasty stash he put on his face just to draw attention? Okay, well, first off, it's beautiful. It was not a tribute to Trebek. It was a tribute to 70s porn. <laughs> that yes yes i like that i can't believe my team doesn't put me above everyone else he, he, he helped run mccarthy out of town that's true look at the resurgence he's had uh, mike mccarthy ran mike mccarthy out of town if we're being honest here at the extra swift kick in his rear. To sure. Get him out. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he pushed him over By the cliff. By the way, if, if Rodgers, you know, the Packers aren't going to trade him or whatever, but so Rodgers would have to pay back over $20 million in signing bonus so, money. Not if they trade him. Forfeit a contract of $20 million and nah. incentives would be nearly $50 million. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's going to sit out. All right. I think Jake from State Farm's got $20 million. <laughs> Just hand over to Rodgers. Agreed. 2020 NFL Draft. 26th pick, Packers take Jordan Love. Love it. Four picks ahead of Jordan Love, the Minnesota Vikings select rookie yardage receiving record holder, pro bowler Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Wide receiver Justin Jefferson. That's the pick that would have kept Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay till he's 45. Well, I know that Lizzo's favorite team is the Minnesota Vikings. So I'm in for that as far as that fandom goes. L to the Izzo. That's that's her song, right? No, it's Jay-Z. Oh, whoops. Yeah. It's, I believe it's H. Oh, whoops. It's not – what you can't get him. He's not available. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Love is available at 26 or whatever it was. What did Aaron Rodgers get drafted at? 18 or something? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he really fell. He was so upset on camera. Oh, he was he was number 25. Oh, okay. So he's 26. even more of a loser. <laughs> he's been emotional since the day he came out of Cal. One pick ahead of Jordan Love. Excellent wide receiver for the 49ers, Brandon Ayuk. Who's that? Ayuk. Super talented. Very good. He had almost 1,000 yards his rookie year. You remember when Boz Lerman was telling everyone to wear sunscreen? And he was like... That was uh, the senior class song of the year 2000. Yes. Carlsbad High School. Yes. Yeah. And I listened to him. I yeah. wear sunscreen. 
And he said, that's why my ginger sensibilities, that's why my ginger ass doesn't look 60 years old right now. And Laz says, move to Northern California, but leave before it makes you soft. Aaron Rodgers did not listen. Uh, yeah. He wants to go back. He wants to go, because that's where his gal's from. I'll tell you what, right now. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. No. Sorry for interrupting. I'm sorry for you. That Shailene Woodley or whatever, who is like, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. A Green Bay 10, she's like, a, she's a hard seven in Northern California. Okay. I want to go hang out with my girlfriend. Well, Aaron Rodgers peaked with Olivia Munn. Yeah. Oh, we all know oh, that. Yeah. She Dan- is a well, dime. Danica yeah. Patrick. I, ugh. Yeah. Gross. Gross. Go back to the trailer park. <laughs> oh, your words, not mine. I got it. I got the just the hardest crush on Olivia Munn. Yeah, I also like G4 TV. I just I thought the year that Rogers and Olivia Munn hooked up, like that was it. I mean, that's when everything came together. Too. They're getting their second Super Bowl. He's getting a second Super Bowl ring. Gonna marry Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn. Win the Super Bowl, retire early, walk off into the sunset. Next year, draft Jordan Love. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Vital. Do you hear all this um, trade speculation about Rodgers? You hear all the names floated? I got Broncos and yeah, Raiders the, and The Packers have Niners. the leverage. They got the upper hand because Rodgers is under contract for two more years. But would you want a, a salty kind of person in your locker room? Or if he retires, then you don't end. You end up with nothing. The team, so maybe trading him would be. You'd get a lot of draft picks. I'm thinking he he would be the biggest trade chip in the history of the NFL. Your your trade capital would never be higher than Aaron Rodgers. You would get. Two starting players and three or four first round draft picks. If I was if I was Green Bay's front office and they got all this drama with Aaron Rodgers, pull the trigger. I mean, I'm a Packers fan and I love Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I think that GM Gutekunst needs to go. Why would you draft a a quarterback move up last year in 2020 and plan on moving on from Rodgers after what he did this past season? You dummy. Yeah. That's insane. I'm going to tell you why. It's the best organization in professional football, and Aaron Rodgers is a giant crybaby. I got to tell you what. If Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the Las Vegas Raiders, I am saying it right now, I've always had a dude crush on the Raiders, Los Angeles Raiders, Oakland Raiders, Vegas Raiders, every incantation of the silver and black, they've been my second favorite football team. And I will tell you right now, Vital, are you listening? Yes, I am, with bated breath. If Aaron (laughs) Rodgers gets traded to the silver and black, I am trading allegiances. You heard it here first. (laughs) 505-246-0610. Las Vegas Raiders fan, call in. Tell me where we're watching football games next year. Where's the Raiders bar in town? I am personal friends with Amy Trask. Okay. Who used? Are you? I am. Wow. Who used to be the GM for the Raiders? 
Yeah, for years, she was the first woman GM. The Princess of Darkness, they called her. That's awesome. If you become a Raiders fan, I will call Amy. I will say, come on the program. We'll do a very special Women Crush Wednesday on a Saturday. Sweet. And she will tell you all the reasons why you should have been a Raiders fan all along. Okay. Because I am in support of this. Because you are so freaking soft over Aaron Rodgers (laughs) that you will leave the best franchise in pro football (laughs) to follow your boyfriend, Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if you know this, Fred, but um, the Raiders moved to Las Vegas, Nevada. (laughs) Yes. That is a pretty sweet destination. Do you want to go there? You can meet up with Kevin Lanfisi. And you're like, who's that? Well, that's Aaron Rodgers' alleged ex-boyfriend. Because he's already going to be there hanging out. Waiting. I don't care. <laughs> well, not that there's anything wrong with that. I want the truth. I want you got to tell me the truth. Here's the truth. Aaron Rodgers is a child. <laughs> Nothing is, is ever his fault. Nothing. He's never happy. There's the best two weeks of Jeopardy that's ever been on air. Yeah. Now he wants to be a GM. <laughs> I can't believe that all that translated so well to TV, all of his his drama. Yeah. And he doesn't yeah. realize because he wants more money because he talked about it on a podcast a month ago. And his enormous contract hampers the team's ability to bring in the talent. So he's his ego is as big as his contract. That's what gets me about it, too. The list goes on and on. Sure, sure. He's got, he's got a max contract. He's not dumb. How do... How does this Tom Brady guy keep winning all these championships? Because he's going for half price. Brady takes pay Tom cut. Pra- he, gets, he takes a pay cut. No, he doesn't. So you can hire better people around him. Oh, my gosh. Listen, you t- Actually, he does. You he do. Does. No, he's he got, doesn't. Tom Brady has half market value. No. He's never had a max contract. 100% no. He renegotiates every year with yes. the team to sign that, new people. And that's how he gets all the money. So like under the table, yes, yeah. So like Tampa, Aaron Rodgers doesn't get; he gets over the table in giant inappropriate stacks of cash. So here's what happens: Aaron Rodgers texts Tom Brady, and then after like an hour and a half of him just being like, "Hey, Tom, I recognize you're the greatest. Obviously, I want to be like you when I grow up. You have so much talent and perseverance. You have a beautiful wife. I envy your life. I envy your style. I love your endorsements. I love your passion for avocado drinks. And well, and I could keep going. Sure, yeah." When we get back from the break, I'll tell you what he asked Tom Brady. More Aaron Rodgers talk after this. You're listening to Dave and Buster's, which presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. We're powered by New Mexico Opinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Short-term memory loss. What were we talking about? Just kidding. It's Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers who's the softest human being on the entire planet, leaks the day of the draft to Trey Wingo. Or whoever. I'm saying it's Trey Wingo. Sure. Told somebody, I'm not going back. Okay. Hey, guys. I'm real upset. You real hurt my feelings. Yeah, a little, little kid in the middle of Walmart yeah. sitting down, won't get back up until he gets his toy. I'm going to throw a hissy fit. Aaron Rodgers. I don't know about you, Van, but I'm not content watching them squander more years 
with a couple of back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterback talent. Correct. Yeah, they got two championships, y'all. They're winning ships. Favre should have got more. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron should have been there a couple definitely more Definitely should have got more. No. They have the exact number they're supposed to have. They got one. Are you familiar with Tom Brady? That's who's supposed to have them all. You know why? Because he takes pay cuts and surrounds himself with more talent. So after Aaron calls Tom Brady and they go through the niceties, Tom Brady says, hey, Aaron, um, you're a smart guy like me. You can sling it a little bit. Go to the front office like I do. Tell him to hire all those Bill James, Moneyball, Harvard, Stanford graduating nerds that know how to cook the books the right way. And I'm going to take a signing bonus at the beginning of every year with whatever money's left over. And I'm only going to take a million dollar a year salary. By the way, I'm not actually losing any money, Aaron. Sounds a lot like Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, they all do it. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. If you have an extra dollar laying around, just give it to your quarterback. And they all do it. But you're letting one player control the decisions of a team. And that's when you, you start moving on. Aaron Rodgers controls nothing. And in Green Bay, here's why it's different. Because in New England or Seattle, all that money is not that much money. In Green Bay, $72 million? Well, you, I mean, you own the state. You own the entire state. You can buy the state. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the cheese industry. That's a big money maker. It, and it launders. It launders heavy. And it's a lot of subsidies involved. Are you saying the Wisconsin mafia runs money through big cheese? Who's producing our show? Oh, fair. Okay. <laughs> I love cheese. Mike Miguele, Mikey the Mouth Vital, head of the Wisconsin Mafia. Mikey Moo. On witness protection here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Who's in that group text? Aaron's in it. Tom's in it. Peyton's in it. I bet Phillip's in it. Like who they, they let him in? I think they let him in. You think so? Who else is in that group text? Those guys are in it for sure. Mahomes now that he's a state yeah, farm. He's so state farm yeah. Guy. Okay, so they let Patrick. In. They they need some so, young blood in their text I, thread. Russell Wilson might be in it. Like so, there's some guys in this group text, right? Russell Wilson seems like a rogue to me. Oh, because of the, like a lone gunman, the celibacy thing. Walks walks yeah. the earth by himself. Ah, it's very kung fu. Yep. In this group text that these guys are in, they all go, "Hey, my team's the best. This is what they do for me." You know, it's like it's like the BS you see on social media. You know, to where it's like mm-hmm. you like only put your best foot forward. And Aaron Rodgers is so dumb that he's like, "Green Bay Packers don't love me. They don't do that for me. <laughs> I only have one All Pro wide receiver. <laughs> they gave me that really fast white kick returner from Kansas State, and look what I had to do." They need to just get rid of and get rid of all the uh, the top brass people up there no. in Green Bay. Vital, <laughs> you were a million times wrong. Green Bay has allegiance to one thing: Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers can't decide on a flavor of the week girlfriend. Here's what's going to happen: Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. Three first-round draft picks. Okay, here we go. Derek Carr. <laughs> no, they don't need Derek Carr because the Packers have world-beater Jordan Love already. 
going to happen in June, right? Yeah, going to happen in June, first first day of June. Once the next calendar year, was it the fiscal year? What do the, does the NFL call it? When does their next season start? Uh, June. Yeah, June. They just call it June, apparently, Vital yeah, said. That's what he said. It's just yeah. called, it's just called it's just June. June. It's just June. You wouldn't get it. You're not an Aquarius. Number 12 in the silver and black. Let's call our friend of the show, Vinny Bonsignori of uh, Raiders well, Nation. I'll call Vinny Bonsignori right now, and I'll say, hey, you want Aaron Rodgers? And he'll say, oh, sorry, we don't mess with crybabies in Vegas. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Vegas is not for losers. <laughs> We're creating Just win, baby. Aaron Rodgers got so tight butthole over Jordan Love. Oh, TB? He got TB'd. He got the TB? That he's like, I'm just going to go be MVP. I'm just going to play better yeah. than I ever have. Because I've been throwing such a hissy all these years, not being MVP. With air quotes, no help. In the NFC Championship. So you could win it on your own in the fourth quarter. So but choke. stupid. See, me and Vital, being the softies we are, yes. blamed it on the offensive line. Nope. Couldn't protect Rodgers in the fourth quarter. Let's put some of this on Rodgers, you know? Yeah. Well, he, 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 he's one in four in championship games. Okay. That's the he, definition of He chokes in the clutch. He mm-hmm. had a fourth down there. Of course, that was LaFleur that made the call there or didn't want to make the call on fourth down to mm-hmm. go for it. Yep. He could have scored on the third down run right up the middle. I don't know what he did there. So he doesn't come up big when he has to. That's the one. Uh, so it sounds, Vital, it sounds like me and you are going to be Raiders fans next year. Or are we going to be are we going to be Jordan Love fans? Which one is it? Well, I mean, I'm, there's no way I'm trading my loyalty for Green Bay. So see, I I like the Packers. I'm a Packers fan. You know, I'm I'm one step below ride or die. I'm a ride or die Astros fan. I love the Astros. I watched so many games growing up. I'm a dork. I can never quit the Astros. I could switch from the Packers if they break my heart like this. I'll switch. I will be a free agent again. They asked uh, Coach LaFleur why he didn't think that – why didn't they draft a wide receiver last year after last year's draft was over and they took love. And LaFleur said he didn't think any of the available wide receivers would make the team. Now, either he's that dumb or he thinks the fans are. Or that dumb, yeah. Okay. Well, and, that, re- and that's the management. Mark Murphy is the real problem, the CEO. There's a reason. I, how do you- LaFleur is not the GM. He don't know nothing. Yeah, he's a coach. It's it's easier to stay competitive and not get to a Super Bowl. That's how their their thinking is. I, I swear. I I appreciate how much you love the Packers because that's how much you're going to love Jordan Love. It's pretty cool. It says love on the back of a football jersey. That is very cool. Yeah, I would wear that. And then with the new NFL rules, he could just put a peace sign instead of a number. Yes. <laughs> Here's some fun facts about Aaron Rodgers. His State Farm commercials are better than his football play. And his football play is the best. His Jeopardy hosting. Is the best. His favorite band is the Counting Crows. His favorite movie is The Princess Bride. He can grow one hell of a mustache. None of those things scream Green Bay to me. He's a West Coast guy. Yes! He is. Fantastic sense of humor. Loves photobombing his teammates. Send him away! (laughs) Never, he's never eaten one piece of cheese in his whole life. Oh gosh, no, no. He he lives in Wisconsin, and people are like squeaky cheese, and he's like, he's like, please don't ever speak to me again. Like, no, do you have a handful of almonds? Yeah, California almonds, please. Please, thank you. Only from California. Yeah. I will settle for pistachio. 
Aaron Rodgers is actually, and a lot of people don't know this, he is the grandson of the guy who starred in the Grey Poupon commercials. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's how uppity Aaron Rodgers is. Aaron Rodgers is like if the Beach Boys Pet Sounds album came to life in a Disney movie. Yes. That's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers takes an extra towel to the beach. Last month, Aaron was talking on the Pat McAfee show. And he's, Love. And he said that he wanted to be the highest paid quarterback, and there were other quarterbacks that were making more than him. Yeah, the only one that's better than him, Patrick, Patrick McCombs. He should make all the money. So the yeah. Packers paid him so much money they couldn't get anyone else with a high contract or bring in more free agents. Bing, 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 bing. Aaron Rodgers should change his jersey from 12 to 2 because he's forever number 2. He was number 2 to Brett Favre. He's currently number 2 to Tom Brady. And in the state farm world, he's number 2 to Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers like orders his club sandwiches with no mayonnaise because mayonnaise is too spicy. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Boy's soft. And super soft. Aaron Rodgers has both Uber and Lyft, and he checks both apps to see which one's cheaper. <laughs> That's Aaron Rodgers. Anytime Aaron Rodgers gets a hotel room, he makes sure they have 2,000-count sheets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or he brings his own. I did appreciate when he did the title belt celebration when he would score. I'm in on that, actually. Good branding. We all know which toothbrush Aaron Rodgers buys every time he goes to Walmart. Dollar one. Soft. Yeah. Super soft. Super soft. That's why That's why I'm loving the Packers more now. <laughs> the drama? What's the TMZ guy's name? The guy who's always carrying the giant cup around? Oh, the people's court guy. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, his, whatever his name yeah. is. He's just going to move to Wisconsin mm-hmm. for all this drama. Yeah. So you can be in the 12-mile zone. It, that is the entire population of Wisconsin and Green Bay. TMZ is going to have a branch in Green Bay. Let's grab a break. We're going to wrap Rogers talk. And then at the top of the hour, Vital, here's a fun segment we decided to do. We're going to rank every NFL quarterback. It's going to be a lot of fun. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. All right, I'm going to give you some names, okay? Okay. <clears throat> Are you familiar with Jessica Soar? It sounds like, like a European curse word. What was that what was that last one you said? Sez- I think it's Sazor. I don't think so. She was on Gossip Girl? Never watched it. Okay. You're familiar with Olivia Munn? Oh, very. Okay. You're familiar with Kelly Rohrbach? A bit. You should be more. Yeah. Okay. You familiar with Danica Patrick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I would put... That's the girl that uh, Vital just lambasted. I think she is a unique beauty. Yes, very pretty. That was a person, even. That I don't know. I don't know much about IndyCar. Yeah. I, yeah, I never... Got, open wheel racing for me is not... They open the wheels? Yeah. Yeah, That's it's literally called that. Um, that sounds dangerous. They drive so fast. Not really sure you understand the interpretation here. <laughs> like no lug nuts? Like they just put the wheels on open? What? 
Shailene Woodley. You familiar with her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing that all these gals have in common is that they're all Eskimo sisters. Sweet. Okay. To one Aaron Rodgers, the host of Jeopardy. Is there something here about Aaron Rodgers lying in wait, waiting for Alex Trebek to die before he goes into Jeopardy? Like, there's there's like another, like, an angle here where he's super soft in a backup again, right? <laughs> I love this. He just happens to be good at sports. Here's the things that Aaron Rodgers... You left, um... Oh, did I leave one out? Yeah. I didn't mean to leave one out. Who'd you leave off the list? I don't believe I left anyone, but I was waiting for you to surprise me with a name. You sure? Yeah. So this girl, this Shailene Woodley, she's on the TV show Divergent. Are you familiar with this? No. No, because you're not a prepubescent teen. Yeah, okay. She is a Northern California deal. She does not want to live in Green Bay, Wisconsin. She wants to live... In Las Vegas, Nevada. And he can't go to the Rams, right? The Rams have their quarterback now, I guess. The Chargers absolutely have their quarterback. Yeah. The Chargers are set up quarterback-wise for many years to come. See, I tried to softball it in for you, Fred. Give it to me. I missed it. The name you left off of Aaron Rodgers' list. Yes. Kevin Lynn Flissy. Okay, stop. his living roommate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's been the Wisconsin like under the breath talk for years. Thirty-five-year-olds who are millionaires don't have roommates. Roommates. Yeah. You you are correct. Yeah. And then he got him a job. If you remember. At, like for the Packers is like a personal trainer. I uh, train something. If you run in, all right, let's say you move to a new city and you meet a guy who's real cool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you just like move in together, just hang out all the time. After you met once, you just move in with them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you'll just like drink a lot of beers together. Who knows what happens? Maybe you're both really into baseball. Yeah. You go to a lot of games together. <laughs> You have a couple, couple, yeah. couple oat sodas together. You're like, hey, we we should start a radio let's show. Let's start a radio show. <laughs> Everyone, this game is loving what we're saying. I'm Aaron Rodgers in this situation, I'm, by the way. Am I Kevin Lynn Dickey? <laughs> <laughs> Lynn Flissy. As far as last names go, yeah, S- soft, <laughs> super soft. <laughs> There's so much going on in Aaron Rodgers' life that is not the Green Bay Packers that the Green Bay Packers do not matter. True or false? Right now, for our purposes, true. (laughs) And poor Green Bay, because Green Bay's like, we love Aaron Rodgers. And he's like, I don't love you back. He's like, I love money. Yeah. He loves money. If you Google Aaron Rodgers right now, the first article comes up is a Forbes article. That's how much he loves money. Green Bay Packers quarterback and Bond villain Goldfinger. <laughs> and do they have a prenup up there? Like Green Bay and Evan, Aaron Rodgers? Kevin? Wait, oh, okay. What? Oh, never mind. 
Because you know when he first got to town, he told Green Bay, he was like, all right, guys, I'm going to open like, a, like I don't know, a Chili's. <laughs> like, this is going to be the spot. That's pretty exciting. Green Bay got a Chili's. Yeah. I'm thinking about investing in an Arby's. They definitely have an Arby's. Yeah, we're bringing we're bringing that to town. He brought in the second Arby's though. Yeah, he is like a minority investor in a Cheddar's. <laughs> People are like this is really nice. We should come here every week. Hey, I got an idea. Let's come here once a month. We'll eat the same food and we'll sit right here at this table. God, you spend all your twenties in Green Bay, right? You spend your most formative years of your 30s in Green Bay. These are your prime earning years. These are your prime life years. This is where your your level of energy and intelligence is just balanced in a way to where you can really love and experience life. And you're stuck in Green Bay freaking Wisconsin. Aaron Rodgers hates Green Bay. Well, he's he's only in Green Bay for 16, 17, maybe a couple more weeks a year. Do you think he, he just... Does, he has the last couple of years, he hasn't really been to OTAs, I guess. He don't live there, do he? There's no, no way. There's no, no way. He got super. He got super Mun, Mun nice. Got that, got that in his head. She, I, I'm not gonna stay here. No, you can't. Olivia Munn can put whatever idea she wants in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you said head, I thought you were gonna go I, a different direction. Sure. Yeah. Go to that direction a couple times a day. You put any kind of negative information in my brain, and if it's coming from Olivia Munn, I was, no, it's a great idea. It was a great idea. I'm in. With all that said, for a guy that does not love football, does not love his teammates, does not love the city he plays in, does not probably love his girlfriend, he's still the NFL MVP. Yep. He's the best football player on the planet. Yep. Zero percent chance he is a Packer next year. Zero. You think zero? Yes. My goodness. Let's talk more about it. <laughs> Under contract for a couple more years. After a short commercial break, welcome back to the Aaron Rodgers show. If this was the 90s, I'd say, where's the beef? Because it's Jordan Love. Had a lot of fun this morning. When we get back, more fun. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the Talk ABQ Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. And when we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Tebow Watch 2021. Stoked. Hey, before we get into Tebow Watch, Deadspin has gone the way of Jezebel. Oh, no. It's a joke. It's a joke website. It's only about virtue signaling. They don't, they don't give you any sort of substance it's just flashy headlines with garbage articles. Okay. Okay. Hard line there, buddy. This Yesterday at 1117, some guy named Rob Parker, I have no clue. This article he puts out says, Tim Tebow is white privilege royalty. Okay. Oh, God. It's official. Tim Tebow is the white privilege king. Quote. Just when we thought we were done with everyone in sports bending over backwards or someone totally not worthy, comes a report that Tim Tebow recently worked out for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. He don't know God. No. Not like Tim do. Satan hand wrote that article. So stupid. Yeah. So stupid. You want me to lead it or you got it? 
Go for it. Jaguars reportedly worked out former first-round pick Tim Tebow, who you remember was a first-round pick for Josh McDaniels and the Denver Broncos sure. 10 years ago. Here's the catch. He needs to learn to catch because they worked him out as a tight end. Uh, he can do anything. Yes. He puts his mind and I, heart. I have literally seen it. Yes. And what he'll do is he'll show up with the Friar Tuck haircut again. That's so exciting. Who coaches the Jacksonville Jaguars? His college coach. Urban Meyer. Yeah. In 2008, Tim Tebow loses a game to Ole Miss. Cool? Mm-hmm. Never lost another game, ever. Right. The speech after it? You will never see someone push the rest of the team as hard as I will push somebody the rest of the season. You will never see a team play harder then we will the rest of the season. God bless. He's a winner. He is a worker. He is all those cliche things that people say about white running backs. <laughs> Gosh. He's a locker room guy. He's a leader. He's a team captain. He will raise the level of play of your team. Sure. He's, the next- he's, an, he's a great example as a human being. Mm-hmm. Your team will be better with Tim. It doesn't even matter if he's not an all-pro tight end. Who cares? He's going to be like the the 13th coach on your team. I literally He's going to be your biggest cheerleader. He's going to be your biggest hype man. He's going to make you work harder. I like how you started off putting him over now is comparing him to like Danny Woodhead. Yeah. <laughs> Howard's going to join us because he's a friend of the program and we like him when he calls. Welcome to the show, Howard. Good morning, gentlemen. Quick question. Yes. Who is the biggest crybaby in the NFL? Well, I mean, I think we just talked buzz, about buzz, him for three buzz segments. Anytime you like. <laughs> I'm, You're I, supposed to answer Jeopardy like. Who is Aaron Rodgers? Ah, <laughs> uh, well done. Okay. You know, now I know why you guys have a disclaimer, man. I think you're going to get a nasty letter from Aaron Rodgers, you know? <laughs> You know, I am an Aaron Rodgers fan and a Packers fan, but he deserves to be lambasted. Mm-hmm. He's going to ask his roommate, can you take a letter for me? You know? <laughs> you know? I tell you, man, you know, and I don't know why you guys are giving such a hard time about having a roommate. You know how hard it is to cover the mortgage? You need somebody to help with the bills, you know? Well, I'm not disagreeing with that, except it's Green Bay, Wisconsin, and he has $72 million. Yeah, he doesn't live in downtown Denver. He lives in Green Bay, Wisconsin. They just give, <laughs> if you're willing to move to Wisconsin, they just give you a house. That's my understanding. Yeah, they're like, please pay property tax here. We need it. Well, you guys are doing a really good job of, of hammering him this morning, but you're, <laughs> you're forgetting to point out the porn, porn star mustache. Okay? Oh, we, you, no, we you did. Oh, we got we got that <laughs> we one. We did. I, I must have. I must have missed. You missed that one, man. You're distracted by. I miss it now that it's gone. <laughs> I was picking up my enchiladas over at Garcia's. That's Sorry, what it that. was. I That's love, what it was. I love hey, Garcia's. okay, so we we have to move on to a more important subject. Trevor T- Lawrence. Oh, Tim T. Okay, he's gonna marry his high school sweetheart. Yes. Yep. Who does that? I mean, why do you do that? I mean, that's like having a Hershey milk chocolate bar for the rest of your life. Pop open that box of Whitman samplers, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Get a chocolate-covered almond. Get a a chocolate-covered caramel. Go for the raspberry field. Come on, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, pop open that box of Whitman samplers, right? To be fair. To be fair. She is Derek Jeter color. 
Ah, uh, and that's your favorite. And that's my favorite color. That's your favorite. Yeah, like yeah. if you're if you're Jeter, like you're all like your dark chocolate, your what white you? chocolate, your milk chocolate. Yeah. Your like what are you? You get all of them. Yeah, get them all. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like a, it's a Whitman sampler in one yeah, person. It's a, it's a it's a basket of Lindy's. <laughs> I'm going to have to look up this woman, man. You're, you're just, I do, okay, th- this is the more important question. Does she have prettier hair than him? That's impossible. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah. so here it's a push, though, because beautiful blonde locks and then, like, a vibrant, like, brunette. If, if they both did, like, a Head & Shoulders commercial together, I would buy the new women's version of Head & Shoulders. There, there you go. There you I'm go. telling you. I still think Trevor ought to pop open the box of Whitman samplers. I really do. I mean, uh, got the world at his feet right now, and you know, and poor Aaron Rodgers. You guys are really. No, I, he, I, I would. I would be checking the mailbox for that ugly letter <laughs> from Aaron. You know, he deserves this. I still love the guy. Yeah, yeah. but he wants he wants Packer fan to be Rodgers fan. Yeah, he uh, he's just a tad self-centered, wouldn't you say? Oh, we've been saying it for forty-five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, hey, thanks for taking my call. Oh, no Have problem. Howard, you Google Marissa Mowry. I'm going to jump on that right now. Have a great weekend, yeah. guys. Thanks, she, Howard. She's very pretty. Trevor Lawrence knows what he's doing. Tim Tebow. He's back. And I've never been happy. Yes. Yes. The Jacksonville, if the Jacksonville Jaguars complete this project mm-hmm. and put him on the team, mm-hmm. put him in tight end a few plays a game, put him in quarterback a few plays a mm-hmm. game, of course special teams, maybe some weird linebacker hybrid a couple. You will have God on your side. You know, a lot of people, like, they hit a home run and they point up in the air when they get to home plate, score a touchdown, point right. up in the air. God is actually watching Tim Tebow. Like, he actually has him on his side. There's no way he should have led the Broncos at the playoffs. You know why? Our, G- our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Gosh. is pulling for Tim Tebow. Here's the promise that Tim Tebow made on September 27, 2008, Okay. To the fans and everybody in Gator Nation, I'm sorry. I'm extremely sorry. We were hoping for an undefeated season. That was my goal. Something Florida has never done here. I promise you one thing. A lot of good will come out of this. You will never see any player in the entire country play as hard as I will play the rest of the season. You will never see someone push the rest of the team as hard as I will push everybody the rest of the season. You will never see a team play harder than we will the rest of the season. God bless. Tim Tebow has been a winner since 2008. He lost that game by one point. One point. The best time to become a tight end in the NFL for Tim Tebow was 10 years ago. Van, when is the second best time for Tim Tebow to become a tight end? Right now. Right now. Right now. The best day to plant a tree is 10 years ago. (laughs) Second best time is today. This is Tim Trebo. Trebo. And Trevor Lawrence, with the hair and the statuesque good looks, mm-hmm. he kind of looks like the paintings of like Northern Italian Jesus anyway. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So you got God and Jesus on the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars? The Northern Italian Renaissance Anglo Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Who looked nothing like Jesus whatsoever. No, not even close. But the representation of our Lord and Savior, JC, 
looks a lot like Trevor Lawrence. Wait, and can you imagine the two best human beings on the planet, Tim Tebow, number one, sure. Trevor Lawrence, number two, coming together with such synergy because Tim Tebow's used to playing with guys like Aaron Hernandez and Riley Cooper, and he doesn't yeah. have a clue. Yeah. My goodness. You right now, very Step Brothers S. Do we just become best friends? I'm so excited. Forget switching to the, the Raiders. I might switch to the Jags. I am a Jags fan. I've told you this. Because of Tony Khan, owner of AEW, his father, Shad Khan, right. University right. of Illinois graduate. Right. Okay, I caught up with you, Fred. You're right. Trevor Lawrence did very good. Yes. Oh, my. Yes. Okay. Sorry, Howard, you're wrong. He does not need a box of chocolate. No. The football analogy here is he outkicked his coverage. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. The Jaguars, wires, wars, Jaguars. Thank you. Jaguar. Are going to bring in Tim Tebow as your third tight end. Great. But did you know that in the NFL, after you score a touchdown, you don't have to kick a field goal? You can line up on the two. Mm hmm. Who do you mm-hmm. want to line up on the freaking two taking a snap? Name one guy you want to get you two yards. That's not Tim Tebow. There's not Tim Tebow is the guy. Tim Tebow can be Taysom Hill. Yes. With all of heaven cheering for him. If That's hi- pretty sweet. If him and Urban Meyer sit down in the coach's office, what I'm going to call the Tebow office, and they say, hey, remember that play from college? Let's draw that thing up because we're going to get two yards and an extra point every single time that we score a touchdown. He's going to be the special team, AFC special teams player of the year. He's going to be a pro bowler. He's also, you don't have to carry emergency quarterback. He's your quarterback. He's your third tight end. He's the greatest football player in the history of football, and he hasn't played in the last 10 years. And he's he's a great example for Trevor Lawrence, too, because they can do like pregame quarterback drills, and yeah. the coach just says, hey, watch Tim. Yeah. D- don't do what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> They do the lo- don't don't throw the ball like that, and you're going to be a success in this league, brother. He got a big wind up, guys. He's not going to be able to do it at this level. Freaking one games, playoff games. Deadspin is garbage. If you subscribe to Deadspin, give up on it now. It's gone the way of Jezebel. Not a Deadspin guy. I wouldn't know. No, it's gar because it's garbage. If Tim Tebow wanted to start a dodgeball league, I would be into it. Anything that Tim Tebow wants to do, I'm a fan of him doing it. Except, do you follow him on social media because he tries to sell Bibles and stuff a lot? It's kind of weird. I do follow him on social yeah, media. That he's part's very weird. inspirational. He's insanely inspirational. He wants me to be a better person. Yeah. I, I mean, I resist very hard, but he tries. If he had like if he told me he had like some ionizing bracelet that took like bad juju out of my body. I'd try it out. Yeah, I'd try it out. I'd try it out for sure. Yeah. If he was like, hey Fred. They're, they're probably like buy one, get one, so we could each have one. You okay. Want, you want matching ion bracelets? I want to make sure Tim I Tim Tebow's ion bracelet? Yeah, I want to soak them in snake oil overnight. That way, whenever I put it on the next day, I know it's really working. I just dip it in some C B D. It's for Joe Rogan of you. It fixes everything. And also, he could wear number, he wear whatever number he wants. He's tight end. Yeah, yeah. You know what he is? Football player. Wear three sixteen. 
Oh, it's so hot. He scores whatever he – I just learned about H-backs last week. Okay. Very excited <laughs> for you. <laughs> he scores a touchdown as an H-back. Tebow 316. God, just – this is due to lives life by his own terms. So get ready, loyal listener. We're going to have Tebow watch every, every week. Every week. You'll have your Tim Tebow updates. We'll tell you what's going on in all things Tebow. Last little tidbit. It's the most important tidbit of this whole thing. Are you ready? Hit me. Jacksonville Jaguar coach Urban Meyer bought the house next door to Tim Tebow. Oh. <laughs> A little 2.2 mil boy. Wants that mojo to rub off on him. That is exactly what this is. My goodness. I love this story so much. Tim Tebow was like, I took two months off from baseball. I'm ready. He retired from baseball. He retired two months ago. Yeah, officially. At 33. He's like, I'm not going to get out. That was a kind of a disappointment to me that they didn't, didn't bring him up for one day. One bobblehead. Give him one at-bat in one. the bigs. You know how crazy the crowd would go? The jersey sales. The jersey sales. Tim Tebow and Urban Meyer live next door to each other. They're going to co-coach the Jacksonville Jaguars to an undefeated season where it's going to come down to one final play where they have to convert a two-point conversion in the Super Bowl. And Urban Meyer is going to pull Trevor Lawrence from the game and put in Tim Tebow. It's going to be a really interesting season because we already have the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, going 16-0 and as the Bears quarterback. Yes. <laughs> And we also have Raiders quarterback Aaron Rodgers going 16-0 and next year. Correct. And Trevor Lawrence going 16-0. and Yeah. And, of course, Tom Brady's going to go 16-0 and again. Yeah, and Mac Jones. So there's a lot of guys. <laughs> a lot of undefeated teams next year. The Patriots play Tampa next year. Oh, that's exciting. Vital, before we go to break, I'm going to leave you with this little tidbit. You're going to love this. Tom Brady has been in the league longer than Justin Fields has been alive. Yes, I said that correctly. Yeah. Tom Brady has been in the league one month longer than Justin Fields has been on the planet Earth. Justin, go get some avocado trees and start planting them in your backyard. And also, I'm talking about, I guess it depends on, like, your political beliefs on conception. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm going to say that. Your birthday is your birthday. Sure. Okay. Sure. You're not on Earth until then. Well, yeah. Are you? Officially. That's not our show. <laughs> <laughs> That's next door. When we get back, let's have a little bit of fun. I'm going to get away from the NFL. I want to talk about LeBron coming back, and I want to talk about my favorite basketball player in the whole wide world and why he's a Boston Celtic. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Vitalitas told me during the break, Aaron Rodgers has told the AP, no, Yahoo News is reporting, Aaron Rodgers says, yeah, I'll go back to the Packers. You fire that GM. <laughs> you get rid of that Brian Gutkunist. That's not a real name. That's like when you're playing Scrabble and there's like eight letters yeah. left over. Yeah. And they just put them together. Like, ah, I'll take that one. That'll be my name. Oh, you want a challenge? You want a challenge? <laughs> 
Spell my name. Spell my name. G U T E K U N S T. That's not a real word. That's his name, right? Gutenist? What is it? Gutenist? Gutekinst. Gutekinst. You know what that is? That's when you sneeze with food in your mouth. That's like when you're the most 80s B actor you can yeah, possibly yeah. be. Mm-hmm. You're the most Gutenist ever. <laughs> that Yes, that was a Steve Gutenberg reference, I, Vital. I, I, was about to I am there. digging deep about to for my there. jokes here. Team President Mark Murphy is aware of Rogers' feelings about Gutenist. It was believed that Gutekind's plan was to move on from him in the 2020 season, but that Rogers smashed that and stuck it back to, in him with the MVP kind of year. So yeah, he no you'd you pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, you got no you'd brother. Mm-hmm. Breaking news on the program: Anything you can do, I can do better. Except for pronounce your last name. That's like the one thing you got me on. NBA talk. You want to start with Jason Tatum or you want to start with LeBron James? Dealer's choice. All right, I'm going to go Tatum. You go James. Jason Tatum became the greatest Laker of all time last night when he scored 60 of them. Celtic? Celtic. Jason Tatum is the greatest Celtic of all time. Tied Larry Bird's team record of 60 points with 60 points brought back the Celtics from down 32 against the San Antonio Spurs. He is such an amazing person gives back to his community. Just a top shelf, all NBA basketball player. Great life. Yes. Beautiful wife, but he'll just live in the shadow of his brother Channing forever. No, they're not related. (laughs) They're Channing Tatum. Oh, is an actor. They're not brothers. Who was in Magic Mike? Oh, in the reboot of Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, I thought they were brothers. Is a white guy. Oh, yeah. Jason Tatum, born in St. Louis, Missouri. By the way. Oh, that's where you're from. That's where I'm from. What a coincidence. My favorite basketball player. When you're when you're chasing thirty two at the half, and you're the home team because they were at the Garden. When you're the home team, your fans leave. Nah. Yep. Not in Boston. They do. People just leave at halftime. They're like, we're going. And Tatum, Tatum's like, should have held your beers. Stay with us. Yeah, watch this. One for 60. A thrilling 143, 140 overtime victory. It's the largest comeback in 11 years. Single-handedly won it for him. Single-handedly. Truly spectacular. Yeah, I'm a big Jason Tatum guy. And we don't talk enough hoop here. It's, and I'll be, it's because the listener doesn't care for the basketball. I mean, we'll be honest. The NBA is not over in Albuquerque. It's more niche here. Yeah. There's not like a hard, lot of hardcore no. NBA fans. We could talk bowling or darts. Billiards. I mean, I would. Not going to, but I would. You told me, Van, that LeBron James uh, took a night off Twitter to play basketball? He did. Okay. Yeah, he quit tweeting to play some ball. The longest hiatus he's had in his career, almost six weeks. 20 games. 20 straight games. The longest hiatus of his whole career. Comes back, misses a three to win it. Oh, he had a chance. That would have been a pretty sweet story, huh? Yeah. 
I think the big story here. It's an ankle. It's a high ankle. High ankle, which does not go away. And LeBron no. James admitted such, quote, I know getting back to 100% is impossible. I'll never get back to 100% in my career. Whoa. King James might step down. Abdicate the throne. But, you know, to be honest. To be honest. <laughs> whoops. That was not on purpose. Okay. 90% healthy LeBron James. Yes. Is still, instead of the best basketball player on earth, mm-hmm. like the fourth best basketball player on earth. Or arguably it's still the best basketball player on earth. Could be. Yeah. You could make a very good argument. He could go Except to... He could go Jason to Tatum. Italy and get a blood transfusion. Oh, you pulling a Kobe? Pulling a Kobe. Little Lance Armstrong. Modern marvel that is medicine. Do anything. Right. Literally anything. All these guys retiring at 35, That those days are over. They're absolutely over. Yeah, yeah. it's over. And after LeBron does retire... Eventually, ten years from now or whatever. Whenever, yeah. After he plays, after he wins a championship with his son, he's he'll retire. I'm a week older than LeBron James. Whoa, you've done nothing. Nothing. You're alive. Literally nothing. Oh my god, that's pathetic. And the stuff that I can be braggadocious about, it's not proud. <laughs> that's bar talk. Those are bar stories. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm all right on the court. I'm better in the locker room. <laughs> So, it's good to see him back, but it's sad to see him not 100%. Yeah. And it's quite striking that even he would admit it. Because he's a very proud man. Very. Very, very proud. Yeah. Look at his hairline. That's how proud he is. Won't give up. Will never give up. (laughs) Never going to make it cry. Never going to run around. Desert his hairline. 16 of them as the Lakers fall to the Queens. It's a Shaquille O'Neal reference. Here's my thing. When he does retire, what's a fair number? Five years? Sure. Cool. So he's 36. Let's say he plays to 40. The team that he puts together for the basketball tournament will be better than anything ever made. Sure. I could see LeBron doing like a Pete Rose thing at the end of his career, like player coach, Mm -hmm. comes off the bench a few minutes a game, plays till he's like 45, keeps compiling them record numbers. Do you think, does he have drip like The Rock? What do you mean, parlay it in like a movie career? Yeah. Uh, I could see him being like a producer or director. More Kobe-esque. Yeah. I think Space Jam will probably be his only movie. (laughs) I think he has like a cartoon called The LeBrons, or had. He's done some stuff already. Okay, I'll never watch that. He was in Trainwreck. Did you see that? It was an Amy Schumer one with the funny guy from Saturday Night Live. See, I could see him doing that, like, bit parts. And he killed. As LeBron James. And Bill- just, like, trolling himself yeah. in the movies. Him and Bill Hader. Do you remember Bill Hader? He's one of my favorites. Also, John Cena was in that, and he kills. <laughs> By the way, we missed it last week. Happy birthday to uh, John Cena. Oh, it's his birthday? It was last week. What'd you get him? You sent him some flowers? You, you know, sent him flowers, he's, didn't you? He's the kind of guy who's got everything. You think you get into politics? 
I'm being dead ass serious. Do you think he'd get into politics? Uh, will LeBron James one day be the governor of California and yes. own the largest movie production company? Yes. Okay. Yeah. When The Rock decides to run for president, The Rock will win president. In a landslide. In a landslide. Isn't that one of his moves, too, the landslide? No, no, no. You're thinking of Smashing Pumpkins. I was thinking of um, Fleetwood Mac. Oh. Yeah. Well, we, we all know that the Dixie Chicks do the best. That's, wow. We just lost four more listeners You're right. with that comment. They changed it to the Chicks. Uh, so, oh, yeah, this is the Chicks. Because <laughs> of the first syllable of Dixie? Is that why? Uh, I believe for some reason, Dixie Chicks is now uh, controversial. Yeah, yeah, Dixie as a Dixie is Southern, and Southern is has a negative connotation in woke culture. Yeah, Deadspin loves that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they broke it. Yeah, <laughs> they produced it. They created it. The ESPN used to do that all the time. They, that was the thing where like Ron Jaworski would come on, and he'd be like. Um, like before Colin Kaepernick like became like Colin Kaepernick that you know now, he'd be like, Colin Kaepernick's the greatest quarterback in the world. And then they'd do a whole thing on like, reports say that Colin Ka-. It's like, no, you said it yourself, Ron Jaworski. That's, I mean, that's how the news works, period now, right? Yeah. you just Like you just fabricate your own story, leak it to somebody else, and then now it's real. You talking about Tucker Carlson? Yes. Yes. <laughs> talking Adam Sheffer. They just make it up. You just make it up. And then, and then what? That's why the world needs us, Fred. We're here to lambast you and put you in your place. I know we need to go to break, and we have a Fire. cool varsity tonight. Yeah. But, side note to all of this, people deserve the respect of their name. Sure. When reporting on something, when giving it, and you can play. You can play like we played. You say Kamala Harris. You give people the respect of their name. The joke is not you butchering their name. That's not a joke. That's not a fun commentary. That's not even smart. That's lazy. You give people the respect of their name. Now, if you want to make fun of like their ideas and their policies and their approaches and their beliefs and their core values, oh my God, yes. Give people the respect of their name. Don't butcher their name because you had never heard it before. Their name is their name. Their name is their name. People didn't Marlo, call- It's Marlo Stanfield from the Wire quote right there. Love that. By the way. I didn't know. We were getting dangerously close to 11 o'clock without me sneaking in a wire reference. We were up against it. <laughs> they accidentally say Brett Favre, and then they never say it that way again. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's Brett Favre. Because Kobe is a weird name when you first hear it. Favre. Yeah. LeBron is a weird name when you first see it. That drives me crazy. I'm being like I know I'm on a little bit of a kick, but that drives me crazy. LeBron James sounds like a like a French guy in the phone book. His name's actually James LeBron. Okay, that's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. Cool comma in there. <laughs> last name first, first name last. Yep. That's the joke. You remember the yellow pages? Yeah. Remember the phone book? They're big city phone books. Yeah. Dude, the Houston phone book was insane. It's insane. There were multiple volumes of it. And then did you have the family members that would never get rid of old phone books for some reason? Yeah, just in case. Just in case. You never know. What do you need an old phone book for? Vital, do you own a phone book? I'll tell you what you need an old phone book for. You still own a lot of phone books, but it's been a long time. 
Great fire starter. Great. Yes. See? Uh, they are super prodigy. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the price shot. Grabbing a break, one more sports or whatever, and then today's varsity. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Uh, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. New Mexico United are playing their first uh, regular season game today. Is that, that is cor- correct. That's correct. They're on the road. They're in Texas, I think. Very exciting. Jackie Robinson Day over at uh, UNM. So the baseball team will be celebrating the life of Jackie Robinson, who broke the, who broke the color barrier 1947. Is that correct? 1947. Isn't that crazy? That's not that long ago. Not that long ago. Uh, throwing out the first pitch will be uh, Harold Pope Jr., who's a state senator. And uh, Ned James called us to remind us about that. So that was sweet. Shout out, Ned. Thanks for the heads up. Good, good dude. S- good story. Good dude. Got to get you on the show. We got to get Ned on the show. Like a really good, like an in-studio one. Like a really good one. I like the phone. It's good. Let's do it in-studio. Do you know head coach Ray Birmingham over there with the Lobos? Do you know him at all? Yeah, just retired. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, a great guy. Very nice. Um, Dodgers. Okay, so the L.A. Dodgers now have a section van. Yes. And like for their home games where if you're fully vaxxed, fully waxed here, mm-hmm. you don't have to wear your mask. You can hang out with your boys. Don't have to social distance. Don't have social distance. They have a special section of the stadium. Like to get there, you got to do, you got to follow all the, the rules. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, all the all stuff. Yeah, all the stuff. But once you get there, that's a little reward for doing the right thing. Yeah. You get to be in normality. Friend of the show, John Traub's probably listening right now. Yes. As he often does. Good dude. Hey, buddy. How about that idea? Yeah. What what section of Tope Stadium are we going to have masks off? Like Future. Yeah. It's not Right Field. It's Fax Field. Rapper Future's hit song, okay. Mask Off. There we go. Yeah. I like the idea of our governing body, the United States of America, creating a tiered system. My governing body. To where if I do the exact right thing as they determine it, that I have rewards. Yeah, naturally. I have a cultural <laughs> Humans don't just do the right thing. No, 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 no. I need incentivize. Yeah, you dangle that carrot. Yeah. And perhaps they give me some sort of like a marker to say that <gasps> I am- Like a Sharpie? No, 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 no. Like an identifier. Oh. Yeah. So maybe I get like a, like a cool armband or I get like maybe like something that sets me apart from those that choose to not follow the rules. I like the idea of being able to identify right. as a person who- w- w- my governing body. I get it. As the person who does the right thing. Yeah. Maybe if we keep all doing the right thing together and yeah. listening to everything our government does. Yes. We'll start all wearing the same color shirts. Okay. I love that. And we'll get the hair, same haircuts like each other. Yes. And then we'll all, you know, march together. I'm the biggest fan of conformity. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't need any vax posers out there trying to get the benefits that I deserve as a guy who's following the rules as they're assigned to me by my government. Absolutely. Yeah. So the Dodgers thank you for incentivizing people to do the right thing. 
And I think if, you're I think you're onto something with this armband thing. Yeah. What I need is a way Has anybody ever done that before historically? I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. But what I do know is I want other people that surround me to know that I'm on Team Moderna. And I am the guy who's who cares about you and I'm gonna put it in your face. And if you so choose to not follow the rules as laid out by the man, then there there should be deficits in your life. You should have to pay a tax. You should have to, um, well, I think you should have an earlier curfew than me. Um, I don't need you socializing around me. Perhaps uh, employment opportunities that are lesser than my employment opportunities. I want you to live a separate but unequal life from me because I'm doing the right thing. And if you're still not going to do the right thing, I think we should have like camps. Okay, keep going. People can go camping. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You go down and choose a trail RV. You get an RV. You set it up isolated from everywhere else until you decide to play by the rules that are set forth by, I don't know, what's a fun nickname for government? Big Brother. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what you need. And if you try to sneak in to the Vax section at Dodger Stadium as a Vax poser, there should be consequences. I'm talking like very serious consequences. You have to be vaccinated on the spot. Put you in some kind of chamber maybe? Yeah, a chamber of vaccination. Yeah. Yeah. Where instead of a needle, it's just like just yeah. gas comes in through pipes. If they think you're a flight risk, yeah. you get the Johnson and Johnson because they don't have to get your toy. Ooh, yeah, take nice. that. You never have to come back. No, smart. That's what I think, though. That's my that's my vision. I would really like to be in this anti-vax section. Not anti-vax. Sorry. Because <laughs> it was like you know we went to uh, Coors Field last l- week. Last week, yeah, we had a lot of fun. And it is a lot of hard work putting your mask on, taking your mask off, taking a drink of beer, putting your mask on, yelling expletives at opposing players, taking your mask off, having a drink of beer, putting your mask back on. Actually, not that hard way you're describing <laughs> Just wildly inconvenienced by public safety. There will be someone who is outraged. That there's a section of Dodger Stadium that is for people with vaccinations. They'll be like, I want to be in that club. Well, here's how you get in. Yeah. You get the vaccination. It's super easy. And this is not going to be, this is going to be everywhere. This is going to be movie theaters. This is going to be farmer's markets. Like, this is going to be the whole thing. You want to be in the club. And since I got the vaccination... Like my 5G is so much stronger. Did oh, you know did yeah, you same. notice that? I haven't even got a bill from AT&T since I got it. They I don't just, I don't know what's going quit on. charging me. It's so weird. <laughs> so weird. Remember the movie Lawnmower Man? That's how I feel every day. I don't. What is that? Yeah. It's like horror sci-fi from the 80s. You're thinking Edward Scissorhands. I'm always thinking about Edward Scissorhands, but not in this situation. I'm into this Dodger Stadium thing. Yes. Be rewarded for your excellent decision-making. Let's grab a break when we get back to today's varsity. Today's varsity is fictional sports teams. It's the varsity of fictional sports teams. Cool? I'm in. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Opinion Coffee. We're on the road. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Today's varsity, fictional sports teams. <laughs> fictional sports teams. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Do it. Flint Tropics. 
Smart. Okay. Good start. Good branding. Good logo. I like I like Will Ferrell a lot. I like even more Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson's my dude. Woody Harrelson. One of my favorites ever. If if this was a show where I could use expletives, I would need expletives to describe how much I endorse Woody Harrelson. Okay. Okay. Go. The biggest upset of all time. Okay. And one of my biggest regrets as a sports better mm-hmm. are the Monstars. Yeah. Which I think is the most dominant basketball team in the history of real life or fictional Love sports. Love that. Yeah. They were like 118 point favorites. And I thought they were just a shoe in. Mm-hmm. But Michael Jordan and you know the Toon Squad upset it, them. Correct. But I think the Monstars are one of the best all time fictional sports teams. Okay. Not bad. Good. Not bad. Okay. Average Joe's from the movie Dodgeball. I think Average Joe is uh, it's a tremendous team. There was a lot of like suspicion that Vince Vaughn couldn't bring that team together, but guess what he did? Yeah, Jake Long was there, and the cute girl that married Ben Stiller. Very good. Yeah, very good. So I think the ladies need to be represented in this Same. as well. Absolutely. So I got two. But I'm going to start because I know you're going to say the other one. Okay. The Compton Clovers. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the masterpiece. Oh you've seen the masterpiece motion cinema bring it on. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. But the Compton Clovers, speaking yeah. of ragtag bunch who didn't mm-hmm. stand a chance, they changed the game. Okay. Cheer competitions will fictionally never be the same after this. <sighs> do I have to do it? Please. I'm not going to. I'm going to give you the. I'm going to give you the racing peaches. It's, it's, that's, it's, I knew that's what you're going to say. <laughs> I knew I was going to give you that one. You know why? There's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. Yeah, I got the racing peaches. And my whole life, especially my whole drinking life, has been one long goal mm-hmm. of having the longest pee in the history of the world. Yes, that Coach Jimmy Dugan had yes. played by. The universally loved by everyone except for QAnon, Tom Hanks. Uh, then young and upcoming Tom Hanks. Yes. Yeah. Sticking with baseball. Okay. I'm going to choose the Springfield Nuclear Power Plant softball team. Smart. Yeah. yeah. With Ozzie Smith. Well, that's the baseball team. Oh, okay. That's the baseball team. They uh, They lost a good one. With Homer and Homer? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the baseball team was very strong as well. Correct. Ozzie Smith, yeah. Daryl Strawberry, Don Mattingly. But I like the softball team even better. Okay. They went through a lot to get that trophy. Went through a lot. Yeah. I don't know what their team name was proper, but Billy Hoyle and Sidney Dean, arguably the greatest team. The greatest duo for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The Not greatest. a team. Not a team. Yeah. A duo. But when they came together, though, yeah, they had the power of five basketball players, just them two. In a two-on-two game, I mean, once Billy gets into the zone. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Words that start with the letter Q. Foods with the letter Q. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I blew it. That's okay. I got one more real I'm quick. here for you. Let's sneak one in. Did you know in West Canaan there are laws... And this is before Friday Night Lights. This is before all that other dumb stuff. This is the one that kicked it off. Because mm-hmm. he didn't want to wait. James Vanderbeek. I don't want to wait. 
Johnny Moxon, star quarterback for the West King Coyotes. Varsity Blues was my go-to first date movie in high school. It's very good. Yeah. So I'm noticing a theme in sports movies yeah. that I should have noticed a long time ago. Go ahead. But bringing together a ragtag bunch of nobodies and through the spirit and dedication that it is to their craft, mm-hmm. they overcome all the odds. Often. And then accomplish their goals. Yes. That's every sports movie. And I feel like a fool that I didn't notice that until just now. But my favorite of all these stories, you remember uh, owner Rachel Phelps? Uh from Major League? Yes. yes. Desperately tried to get her Cleveland Indians to tank so she could move the team to Miami because she hates Cleveland. Ragtag bunch of nobodies thrown together by one of the greatest voices in the history of the world and one of the greatest managers in the history of the world, Ricky Vaughn. Yes. Willie Mays Hayes. Mm-hmm. The whole clan came together. Pedro Serrano. Pedro Serrano. Joe Boo. Joe Boo had a big part of this. The Cleveland Indians from Major League. Probably my favorite fictional sport. I like that. Now, what if your team, your actual real-life team, is based off of fiction? (gasps) George Romero filmed Night of the Living Dead in Monroeville, Pennsylvania. Monroeville then changed their high school mascot to the Zombies. That's really good. The Monroeville Zombies I'm going to put on my list. I did not know that. I know. That's why I'm here for you. Okay, not on the varsity, but an honorable mention. The Sandlot crew? God, you're so good. Yeah. You're so good at this. The Sandlot crew. Yes. Because only one of them grew up to play in the bigs. The Jet. Yeah. Benny the Jet. Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Yeah. He, uh, the only one to play real ball. Yeah. But as a youth, probably undefeated. <sighs> considering they're only playing each other and they didn't keep score. But besides that, I see the Sandlot crew. Being a dominant force. Kenny DeNunez, who who regularly threw his heater by batters, he could play a little bit as a kid. Uh, Ham Porter, better known as the great Hambino, was a guy who was um, not afraid to like leave it on the field as far as it was like trash talks. But the guy who scored the most off the field was Michael Squints Palandoris. Mm. And what he did with Wendy Peppercorn mm. set the standard. I'd wear, a, I'd wear a Durham Bulls jersey if I had one. In a hundred percent. Okay, Durham Bulls. Another another real, real team. Oh, it's an actual team. Yeah, it's actually a real team. <laughs> That's why the Mighty Ducks not on the list. The fictional story. Yeah, about a real team. From the texter, friend of the show, and friend in real life, Star TV and Radio KOB's very own Brandon Ortega. He likes the Washington Sentinels from the replacements. All right, I like the Miami Sharks from any given Sunday. I think that's a good one. Guess what I got pulled up. What's that? The inches. We need everywhere around us. Mm-hmm. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team, we fight for that inch. This is so bad. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces. For that inch. It's supposed to be an inspirational Al Pacino talk to his team. <laughs> the scene before, he has a lady of the night yeah. in, in drugs similar to his role in Scarface. <laughs> also, the heel that Brandon Ortega is, he uh, is included from Mighty Ducks 2, Team Iceland, and Trinidad and Tobago. That's terrible. Um, 
I'm going to say the New York Knights from The Natural because I'm just a big fan of The Natural. Oh, chills. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Uh, what was the team Nelly played on in the longest yard? I'm into that. Mean Machine? Ah. Uh, yeah, put them in there. Who did Jesus Shuttleworth play for? Georgetown Hoyas? I think it was the Lincoln Rail Splitters. <laughs> <laughs> he got the wrong, that was the wrong movie. He got game as fire. Yeah, very good. Uh, what do you think? Hickory? What do we miss? Those are the big ones. What do we miss? Well, I... I Obviously, the Hickory High Huskers we missed. The Milwaukee Beers from basketball. Yeah, well, yeah, which, that's yeah, that's a good mention. Um, Western University Dolphins. That's the one from Blue Chips. You want to okay. put that in there? I'm into it. Charlestown Chefs. Slapshot. Oh, good one. Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. There's a old Snickers commercial joke right there. Oh, I get it. It's okay. It's very niche. I wouldn't have got it if you hadn't made mention. That's okay. They actually made a professional hockey team called the Mighty Ducks after the movie The Mighty Ducks. I still regret still regret betting on the Monstars. I know. You talk about it often. <laughs> this is a good program today. Vital, you did so good. Van, any final words before we go? Oh, too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.